Tonight, before you go to bed, make an inspection tour of your ice park. How's that Pabst Blue Ribbon Supply holding out? Tomorrow morning when your dealer says, what did you have? Say, Pabst Blue Ribbon. What else? I do have a pair in my room. It's the middle of a fucking night. We did it last I, time. The light up here is bright, actually. Well, not yours last are, time, but um. Yours are in my car. Yeah. Did the rain cease? I have two pairs in my room and one in one in Virginia. The rare the rain has ceased. All right, ready? Now. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hello Harem podcast. I am your host, Alex Luby, and I am joined, as always, by the horniest of homies to sail the seven seas, Mr. Anthony Luby and Luke fucking Farnsworth. How come I didn't get a cool thing? Anthony, I'm than you. Uh, what's a cool L? Nothing. Adjective. Loser. <laughs> Anthony yeah, all of them are negative. Luby. They all have negative connotations to them. <laughs> Anthony, Anthony Lardass Luby. <laughs> Anthony Lamo Luby. <laughs> Anthony Lamo Luby. Lamo's a harsh one. I'm not gonna lie. Lamo. Lamo. Yeah. Lamo. You fucking. You're lame. Hey, Lamo. Someone calls me lame. That's gonna hurt. Cause like, you don't hear anyone call anybody lame. You know what would like really hurt? Mm. It, say you're just walking down the street, and out of nowhere, some guy's like, "Eh, you're kind of fucking ugly." Like that's it. He doesn't even say it in kind of like a super mean tone like just oh dude you're kind of ugly it's like oh yeah, you're kind of fucking ugly and yeah that would just suck. gets on just moves yeah there's there's no cap and that would suck that's just that like one suck. of those things you know yeah like that would one suck of these days. one, one of, of these days, days. you just don't want to wake up you know, speaking of music even though Limp Bizkit is not really considered music in my eyes but I digress Slipknot yeah, came fuck. out with a new album. And actually, Have you listened to any of it? I did. I listened to the whole thing. And my two cents, whether it really means anything, I would just suggest you go listen to it yourself. I think there are four good songs. Jeez. Out of one, two, three, four, five, six. Like, I lost count, but it's like, it's an hour-long album. There's got to be like 12 11 songs. or 12 songs. There's 12. Yeah, that's I, I think there are four good ones. But so. did you like any of Unsainted? Uh, I liked Nero Forte. Unsainted itself wasn't a bad song. Um, Unsainted? There were a couple. I liked a majority of the album. Unsainted? Is that the name yeah, of the, the album? album? It's uh, I, the, I un, so. the End So Far. Oh. No, that's the new one. No. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm talking we about. Are no, the, the, we are the, not your kind. Oh, the old one. We are not your kind is the one. You know, I actually haven't listened kind. to anything of We Are Not Your Kind. I actually like a majority of the songs. I've heard Spiders. I, I, I enjoyed Spiders. I liked Nero Forte, Critical Darling. Red Flag was okay. Uh, spiders was good. And Solway Firth I actually really fucked with. If you're I going really to um, listen to some songs off the new album, I would suggest uh, The Dying Song, Time to Sing. Yen. Hive Mind and Finale. Those are like my four favorites. What's weird the only is um the only one that really sounds uh, you know, I'm not even gonna say that I'm gonna say the dying song and hive mind really have like a slipknot feel, but Yen and Finale, um, they feel different, but I think they're really good. I think they're pretty mm -hmm. strong songs. The, the only one I've weird. heard oh, you go, go first. No, no, go, go, go. 
Okay, I was gonna say the only one I've heard off the new album is uh, Chapel Town Rag, and I did not like. That. I did not like Chapel Town Rag, so I... no, that song kind of sucked. Like in uh, from We Are Not Your Kind, out of the fourteen songs, I liked ten of them. That's that's really and, good. Damn. Yeah, one of them. One. one of them was the intro song that I didn't like because I don't like intro songs ever. But on yeah, um, unless you're listening to the full album. In the gray chapter, the intro song chapter, uh, XIX uh, was a fantastic intro. It was. Going into Sarcastrophe was yeah. really good. AOB was a bop. The Devil and I Kill Pop. That's Skeptic. just that was a really good album. That was a great album. Yeah, yeah it was. It I, was I don't. I don't have any problems with intro songs. It's just like you listen to it when you listen to the album. If you're not listening to the song after it, you don't listen to the intro song. Yeah, Chancellor, I completely it's agree. just being like missed over. It's yeah, it is a nice, so like, uh, for lack of a better term, introduction into the album. Yeah. It, it sets it's a the, nice sets little tone. flavor. It sets you what mm-hmm. you're listening to for the whole album. And I think Insert Coin did a good job for We Are Not Your Kind, but like I'm not going to say, man, I really liked that. It was an intro. Yeah. Coin's my favorite song of the album. So, like, out of the thirteen actual real songs, I really like ten of them. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's a good number. That's pretty solid. So, I'm curious to hear or hear your opinions on the new album. I, like I liked it. the four. I'm curious to listen to it because the new Slipknot for me has always felt a little disingenuous. Like the uh, the people equal shit era is over. We're not gonna, ever going to get that again. Oh yeah, for sure. And I have or a like, feeling this is probably their last album. Yeah, I didn't even know they were making one. I didn't really. I didn't either. either. It just kind of popped up on uh, who? Who the fuck said it to me? It was. On, it was me. It was no. It was on Thursday. Someone said it to me. I had oh, a. I, I saw from a friend that they may have brought on an album. I was like, when the fuck did they decide to do that? Yeah, I had no idea. I'll give it a funny, listen though, because uh, not a single one of those songs are top five on Spotify right now. I know. I was also pretty um, kind of shocked by that. So I'm going to say a lot of people didn't care for it or just don't don't know about it. Yeah, that's also another Mm -hmm. option. I mean, I I think it's cool with Gorilla Drops for like albums and shit from artists. But like you got to start promoting after you do a Gorilla Drop. Like you can't just sit there and drop a song or drop a full fucking album or something and then just go, well, it's out. Have fun now. That's it. Because I can't remember who it was. It's a band I really like. They did a gorilla drop for their album, but they were promoting it prior and they just dropped it at random. It wasn't something that like they weren't promoting prior. So mm-hmm. it was like a big surprise when it came out that everyone rushed to listen to once they found out it was out. But it's not like this where I didn't hear shit about them, you know, getting done with an album or anything. Yeah. And then just all of a sudden, boom, bam, there it is. Like the last thing I remember, the Chapel Town rag came out like, it was, was a long time this ago. Year or like last year. That felt like forever ago. Yeah, I didn't even did. listen you know, to I'm that. I'm curious. I'm going to check YouTube. Was there a video for it? I'm assuming there was. Probably I feel was like a single. Um, yeah, and they really like to do videos for their singles. 2021. All singles, All singles in out. the area. November 5th, 2021. So yeah, it's almost been a year since that song came out. Yeah. And That's they were just really... like, boo. Yeah, like a year later, they're like, hey, here's an album, by the way. That song is kind of the feature song. Huh. Yeah, I I hope they kind of go, or I hope they go on tour again. I'd like to see them one more time. I, w- I would see Slipknot again, for I'd sure. I'd like to see Slipknot. Yeah. I haven't gotten to see them, so I think it'd be cool. It was a fun, it was a good show. It, it, yeah, it's a, it's a really good show, actually. I wonder, they'll probably come somewhere around here if they do. I, I bet they I, will. Oh, yeah. yeah I'd be surprised to. if they didn't. 
but I'd probably have to drive to like Richmond or something. What's that? That's, that's like an hour. Whoa. Yeah, it's an hour. It's also the big city around here, and it blows ass to go to. I that hate Richmond, Richmond so much. City. I think we talked about Richmond a couple episodes ago, too. Yeah, we probably did. There's nothing oh. there. Yeah, I just how shit. Yeah, there really isn't, like, anything in Richmond, is there? No. No. It, I think it's a big drug town. I'm going to that con there in, like, three weeks. Mm-hmm. Is that anime? So that's Inc? cool. Yeah. I'm gonna go up. I want to talk to artists. I want to go to a. I just want to go to a con. I like yeah, cons. Those are fun. Yeah, they're through. fun. They're really fun. So I'm excited about that. Be bussin'. Cool. It's bussin'. Bussin'. Bussin', baby. Wish my mic's good. Yeah, it's all strapped. It's all buckled in. Why would it not be? I don't know. I'm almost janking it around. I don't think I'm it's like coming moving out. Moving it. I hope you guys moving. are all buckled in to take that drive off of this screen down to the subscribe, like button, and leave a comment down there. That'd be really cool if you guys could. That'd be really sweet if you guys would just fucking subscribe already. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking subscribe already. Just, it's a click, man. It's one click. One single click. One click. You don't, you even, don't even have, have to, to yeah, you, don't, you don't even have to watch the episode. Don't even well, hit the bell. Do don't that. give a shit about the bell watch the episode but nah we don't watch our own episodes <laughs> that's i occasionally will i mean we film them what the fuck do i need to watch exactly well, well now we now i'm watching them again when, yeah um when i'm making like a thumbnail or a title for the next video i'm like what the fuck did we talk about yesterday <laughs> yeah that's how i was when i would edit them i'm like what the fuck did we even talk about there are times where we're like, oh, you should be about for the podcast, and then I forget what the fuck we talked about the whole last week, same. and I'm like, yeah, same. What, did, like, do we, are we going to repeat ourselves now? I don't this know. one will be easy, since it's the, uh, yeah. the summer 2022 anime These rap. ones are always easy, this dude. Is, this, this is, is our cop-out. These yeah. are our cop-outs. This is the summer 2022 wrap-up. Uh, what is it? YouTube... Uh, rewind, rewind or something. Yeah. This is our Hello Harm rewind. Summertime Shit, rewind. We should, uh, I should make another rewind. Or, uh, we should make a rewind for uh, 2020. Oh, like a compilation one? Yeah. Yeah, we, oh, yeah, shit. we should. That took forever. That sucked. Well, yeah, that didn't look fun to edit. We're already working on clips, so you could just pick and choose by the time we're. As long as they're in 2022. I think. I don't remember what episode started 2022. Not all, not all of them are. No, um, not all of them are. I don't know what episode started it. Let's check. I'm me and Frank, and my name's Luke. Oh, there it is. What am I <laughs> looking at? I just remember October. that we, like... Oh, that's what I was doing. Okay. <laughs> We're really good here at the Hello Harm Podcast. We prepare ahead. We plan out. We think long hard and rough and then uh i'm also a fucking moron yeah we sweat one year ago it, yeah i uh why is it i realized september 27th i realized that uh i didn't add part of our anime review thing that we always do and now i'm sitting here trying to find an old one so i can copy paste what we do Bruh, oh my Bruh. god, the fucking questions that we do every single time that I'm sure people love. Yeah, we're gonna have to hop into that soon, man. That, there's a lot there. Uh, the questions. This episode... Fuck. 
Yeah, uh, one's favorite part. Also, we didn't discuss who's gonna do which show, which show for. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we might as well just so. like. Oh, okay. The last episode was episode seventy-four. It was January uploaded January first, twenty twenty-one. Damn, seventy-four. Which would have what been recorded in December. So, I don't know how we want to take that with the record date or the release date. Release. That's yeah, release. Most so, people don't give a shit about when yeah, we record. Yeah, episode seventy-four. I can't find anything. I have like nine million tabs opened on my Google Chrome. Oh no, my computer's gonna explode. Fucking better not. I'm gonna explode. Well, let's do Anthony's anime of the week first. I don't have any Luke. for that. It's Luke. Oh, Luke. It's mine, Never so mind. you're close. You guys uh, look really fucking similar, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, you know, we, get, we get that. that a lot. I know you do. Alright, I, I found a thing, so we're good. Alright, uh, my anime of the week is Armed Girls Machiavellism. I remember this you talking about this. This was a show that this. I watched. Yeah, this was a show I watched more for fun. It is about a very prestigious all-girls school that eventually becomes a co-ed school. And out of fear, <laughs> the girls' fear for men being introduced into the school, they request that they are allowed to have weapons. And the weapon of choice of almost all girls in school is swords. Uh, out of that, they get the Supreme Five Swords, which are like the strongest girls in the school, I guess, or something like that. <laughs> and basically, they just keep everyone in check. Uh, and it becomes a school that like problem problem boys come to and get corrected on. You know what I'm Shit saying? Shit beat out of them. More or less. They basically just get put in line and like they become, you know, complacent, I guess. Mm -hmm. And that's when our main dude uh, I think his name's Fudo shows up after he gets in a big fight and he has two choices he can either fight the student council and you know or I guess the, whatever Supreme Five Swords you know what I mean it's all mm -hmm. the same he can either fight them to get his own freedom get expelled or dress like a girl and I'm assuming I would choose the latter the latter because all guys at that school dress like girls too. I would so, choose the latter. But that part of the plot means absolutely nothing. No one like it doesn't fucking matter in the slightest. So yeah, that's the show. How many um, how many katanas out of ten do you give this one? Uh, I give it a solid seven and iffy seven and a half. Was it twelve episodes? Yeah. It was twelve. It's little, fun. Little it's, a, it's, a, it's a fun show. The girls are cute. Plots okay. Fight scenes are animated, I guess. <laughs> uh, they're they, done. They exist. I mean, it's it's not bad. None of it's bad. Yeah. It just doesn't stand out so far that you'd be like, "Holy shit!" This looks like One Piece. <laughs> <laughs> this looks like when Monkey D. Luffy punched that guy. Punched. Gonzo. I'm surprised you named another character. Why? I don't. It, I don't know if I that's don't a character. Gonzo's a character. I low key I think either. he is. He might be. If Gonzo's a character, I'll be surprised. Gonzo one. I have a thousand fucking. It. Oh it's my god. Gen he there's is. Genzo. <laughs> no. Oh, wait, wait, there is a Gonzo. Gonzo. It's an old dude. He's only in a movie. He's a butler. Oh my god, Gonzo's a. <laughs> This is dude. The fight with Gonzo and Lucky Honestly, was crazy. 
I feel like you could have said any fucking yeah. name, and it might have been. You could have said like. Could have said Mark. I don't. You know, I really doubt there's a Mark in One Piece. Hold on. There's no way. Right there's no way. I'm not seeing Mark. No, I'm not seeing I Mark. Fuck, there's no way. There was no way in hell. There is John. The fisherman. There's John, Rex, Eric, Saul, Eric. Noah, Jerry. Jerry. He, he was close. He was fucking close. He could have said, like, any other generic-ass yeah. name, and it probably would have been there. I mean, there's fucking Gonzo. Gonzo. When you say Gonzo, I just think of the Muppet. Which Muppet? The blue nose. Gonzo. Oh, Gonzo yeah. the Great. Gonzo? Yes, his name's Gonzo. I keep thinking of the blue one with the orange nose. He's the blue one with the long penis nose and looks fucking goofy. It's Goober. I don't know who that is. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. He's kind of the orange nose. Yeah. He's a Muppet. Gonzo. His name is Gonzo. Stupid fucking Muppet. Just look up Gonzo Muppet. You'll see. (laughs) Just do it on your computer. Open another tab. It's quicker. Gonzo, I can't. Gonzo Muppet. I'll look up Gonzo Muppet real quick. Wow, Luke yeah, really is um, making up Gonzo the Muppet. That's the great Gonzo. He's the ugly. Great as fuck. Gonzo. Yeah, that's he's his, ugly. That's his superhero persona. Is the great Gonzo. Oh, someone, someone made him a girl in lingerie. Oof. Hold on. <laughs> I wish I was a girl in lingerie. Right. Why'd they do that to my man Gonzo? <laughs> <laughs> the internet is a funny place. Ah. <sighs> That just came up on images. Like the internet's a funny place. Alright. You guys wanna hop right in? Because I'm kind of excited to talk about a couple of these. Shut up. When in Rome. Do as the Romans did, I always say. (laughs) Head up to here with you two man. This is the last time. Head up to fucking here. (laughs) I don't need any any snarky bullshit coming from you guys. Alright, so we'll do this by vote of who gets to say the plot of the show. Uh, so this one, Alex sits out. It's yeah. Sus Made. Oh, that's right. He's not watching that. No, I'll give it to Thorpe because he really loves this show. It's his favorite show. This you season. want to say the actual title? Yeah, I'll say uh, it once, once I go over the plot. Yeah, let okay. him go. Let us get whoa, to it, dude. Whoa, I'm not about to read whoa. what's going on. I'm just going to play me, this from memory. Me. Excuse me, I'm talking. Excuse me. Go ahead. Okay, so the uh, the name of the show is The Maid I Hired Recently is Mysterious or Suspicious, however you want to take that. Basically, this kid lives in a mansion. His parents both died, and he lives all alone. And one day, a bad mommy maid shows up who looks similar to ja- the great Jahi-sama, and she just starts working for free. And he's uh, he is suspicious. He states that many times. And uh, he goes to school. There's another girl there who has another maid. And it turns out they know each other. So basically, we just follow Arshoda and his sus maid. There's a little bit of plot sprinkled in, which really I didn't care about or still don't care about. It's such a mid-show that it's definitely not worth watching, in my opinion. I agree. I'm not going to say, like, it was bad, but, like, I just am not interested. 
Uh, I completely agree. I don't even really care about going into the show any further. <laughs> yeah, in fact, much. I was watching some stuff today. I had like seven episodes of stuff to watch, and Sus Maiden was one of them. And I just avoided it. I just danced around it. I just didn't want to watch it. I watched it last, and then I found out a couple of Cuckoo's last episode came out, and I was like, fuck, now I have to watch that. <laughs> I didn't get to end with the shitty show. So, yeah, I still have to watch that. I have not finished it yet. But this is episode 12? No, it's like 9 or 10. Well, I'm not going to lie. But in yeah, it's like a late bloomer. Uh, that came out like three weeks later. It started like, like late May. Yeah. Uh, for favorite character, I'm now stuck between the orange haired girl and Jahi made. I just kind of thinking the same thing. I really liked the orange haired one. Spiky teeth, dude. But also, we can't forget the green haired Pog Champ. That's true. Green haired Pog Champ who just really? wants the show to come <laughs> to happen. I guess. She's pretty epic. It's a girl she, uh, our main character goes to school with, who he's friends with. And she's just like. What's a good descriptive word for her? Uh, otaku, I guess. I don't know. She's really she, into she, like. She's based. Yeah, high key. So she's pretty. She thinking Luke, Anthony. What are their names in their show? I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> I know the maid's name not, is Lilith. It's not that good. The our Jahi maid is Lilith. Um. The show that I don't fucking know. I can't remember. Uh, Bochama. <laughs> she just calls him the master of the house. That's it. it. Just means like young master. It's not even yeah. his real name. No, that's not his name. Uh, yeah, it's rated like yeah. six point three on my anime list. It's not very good. I definitely am not going to say go out of your way to watch it. No. And well, Thorpe ruined the little game that we're playing, but I give it about oh, six. Wait, yeah, what's that game? Uh, we're gonna give it the ratings, and then we're gonna say what the my anime list ratings were. Okay, okay. As you know, a little surprise for you viewers, because as you know, we give ratings for shows for anime of the week, but we're just giving numbers. So here's how like our opinions compare to the companions of a majority of people, so you can take with it what you will. All right, so Tippy didn't Luminous. watch it. I'm gonna hold on. I'm no, I didn't. I'm gonna give it like a six too. Okay, yeah, next. It's a, it's a All right. Well, the next one is another one that Tip's not watching. It's Luminous Witches. I did this in order of worst rated show to best rated yeah. show. And as you can tell, Tip really thought ahead. What just fell? I'm watching bangers. I'm skipping over the shit. You, you know, get the full summer experience though. No, you don't. First off, that's I don't that's care. on you, buddy. Second off, uh, Thorpe, we need to start dropping Shotokan shows. I can't keep doing it, dude. I know, I'm not doing another one. There's We've no watched way. two. We've watched two, and I can't keep doing it. Up next is Luminous Witches. The name's too long for me to remember, and everyone just refers to it as Luminous Witches, so I'm just going to call it that. Uh, this is a show about girls that have magical pets, and they use them to fly and sing songs. The plot is similar to Strike Witches because I think it's actually a side story of it. So if any of you know the story of side Strike Witches, think of that, but not even close. And there you go. This was also <laughs> such a mid show. <laughs> I, it's so hard to like get into a description of a show that's just meh. 
the first like it was so difficult you say the first four episodes i was like oh cool what's going on and then i Don't just worry, Alex, i'm making you describe me. the next two you're describing both of these next two i didn't watch that mom what you didn't watch that either that show was actually really fun i, I'm gonna I give actually it a higher rate. yeah i think it's unfair what it got yeah anyway uh that's it for Luminous which is really i i'm giving it like i'm giving it another six it's tied with sauce made i was interested in um the timeline because it takes place during the 40s during a war and like in europe you can see paris is destroyed they they liberate paris they fly around in the lancaster <laughs> and they go to there's a country called like oh russia that's very obviously supposed to be russia you can see that <laughs> the Germany is quite obviously the enemy, even though it's not really stated. But it, it was just interesting. It's cool to see, uh, like, this idol dancing, which is with flying animals, and take place pretty much during World War II. Yeah, I feel like it'd been better to just watch Strike Witches. Probably. I feel like we'd probably like that show. This show is just a shitty Love Live ripoff. All right, Luke, most uh, favorite character? Uh... Honestly, I'm going to give it to Kiwi Girl. Kiwi Girl was pretty big. Yeah, that's uh, Mana. Yeah, she was pretty big. I can't believe you actually remember She's the, the only one I really cared about. It was Mana and the... Um, you know, like, the three big head honcho girls? The one with the gray hair? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was not her, but the other one, who was kind of clumsy. Oh, goofy. I like the silver-haired girl, uh, too. Silver-haired mommy. She was pretty based. The I like the clumsy one a little better. Mana was best girl. Know. The show's mid. I give it a six as well. <laughs> and it was given a six point six seven overall by the when we when we made the numbers when I made the numbers you when know, I crunched them. None of the songs really hit either. No, they were all pretty. Eh. They were generic. They weren't bad. No, they were just eh. I thought the CG was really good though. No capping. It was. I mean, the animation was really good overall. It's just the story was not good. It, it was a studio shaft show, so the animation's always good in those. The stories are what's always mid most of the time. <laughs> that's that's what it was. Yeah, they're not very good at releasing banger stories consistently. Pretty Boy Detective Club, get out of here. No cat. I that show was interesting. I I liked it more than I thought I would, and I thought the I art and the I animation were super creative. But like at the end the story was just kind of goofy and i didn't really yeah get it too much it was it was all right yeah everything else about it was really cool though i enjoyed it a lot i did as well so tippy you... so next is stepmom all right tip did not watch that all right cringe kid anyway um my stepmom stop <laughs> hey get out of here bro this is an anime podcast. spell your <laughs> spell your <laughs> there are now four We're ways to spell your again four ways yeah that is true there's four. always been four well Anya. it's starting peanuts Gusky. <laughs> <laughs> my stepmom's <laughs> daughter is my ex uh so basically it starts there's this couple in school and they date and then they break up and both of their parents were single and they get together and they go to dinner and they realize hey we're step siblings now and we used to date and basically it just follows them and their relationship we get a lot of flashbacks on um their history 
and that's like the show you know i thought it would be a really trashy kind of show similar to um uh, what's that show that everyone says it's a dumpster fire um with the teacher yeah Fuck, why can I not Oh, that? uh Domestic Girlfriend? Yes, I thought it would yeah, be pretty much yeah. on par with that, but it definitely <laughs> was not in my opinion. No. I thought it was act it was kind of wholesome in a way. It was way more I was more interested in it than I thought I would be, and it wasn't as like lewd or edgy like, as it could have been. I figured it would be kind of like a funny show. It had Yeah. It had some moments. It was pretty funny at some points. It was more interesting just mm-hmm. watching how the characters interacted yeah. consistently. Overall, it really wasn't too bad. I think um, it deserves a better rating than what it got, Loki. Loki. I would give this. But, I'd give it. Like, I'd give it like a seven. I was going to say like a seven and a quarter, seven point two five ish. And this was rated. What was a, it actually ranked? A six point eight two. Six point eight two. Which I really can't like argue with too much. No. There's, a, I mean, it's at the end of the day, this is all just opinion based and the opinion of majority of people. Even when I watch it, I can understand a majority of people not liking it. Yeah, I'm not going to try and white knight it and say it definitely deserves to be at least a seven or above. No, I mean, like, if it was a show that I consider like a nine, then yeah, I'll white knight the shit out of it. Yeah, that'll throw hands. But like, I think it's better than what they say, but like those opinions are totally in the right. Yeah, I can't really disagree with those. No, there's nothing to, for me to. I, I don't have a soapbox to stand on to say that they're wrong about it. All it's right. just kind of like, all right. The the uh, the question. This was kind of a a hot bit on Reddit for a little bit. I would read the episode discussions, and um, who do you think your best girl was? Uh, his friend in the library, the one that wants to fall, that's like in love with him, but he shot down. I'm glad you're also correct. <laughs> because that is the right answer. <laughs> she was How many options were there? There was two. Oh, that's not yeah, too kind bad. Of a third, I guess you could consider a third. Because she wanted to marry the dude to be his stepsister's sister. Yeah, she was. she was based. She was based. Oh, the best girl was, was definitely the library girl. Yeah, big titty library girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, that, that's that. All right, Alex, tell us about tell us about your favorite show of the season. All right. Um, this was the uglier, less talented sibling of the first season, Rent a Girlfriend season two. So we know with season one, it was actually pretty good. I really liked it. Um, I know people had some gripes with it, but it got super popular. And it was all it was all around considered a decent-ass show. Um, so going into the second season, I know all three of us, speaking for all of us, we were really excited because we kind of wanted, you know, just more of season one stuff. <clears throat> um, they did not deliver. This was terrible. Rent a Girlfriend season two was fucking garbage. It was uh, rehashed bullshit from the first season and a stupider MC than we could have ever imagined who made terrible decisions and treated people like dog shit. And an even stupider 
two main characters doing the same bullshit. That's really it. It was the exact same thing as one, just people renting and being rented. When Rentius and said, stupid I'm people. gonna rent, and then he rented <laughs> all over the, the place. place. <laughs> but like, I mean, it's it's literally the same exact thing as season, it's like season one, except Chizudu wants to be an actor, and he's like, oh, I'm gonna support you by renting. And he's like, oh, I don't know if I should do that anymore, because mommy's bad. And mommy's like, ah, I'm bad. And then Sumi's just in the corner <laughs> saying, I'm the only sane one here. No, here's, That's all it was. I think, I've already like, I've said this to you guys, I I think Sumi is in the clear pretty much, and I I do think Mommy is in the clear as well. I don't, I don't think put Mommy in the clear personally. But I I, I don't kind put of Mommy in I the kind of do. And she a, she was hardly in this season. She was like very rarely That's in true. this season. She did cause a little bit of stirrups. Like I'm not gonna just say she didn't, but Ruka, Chizuru, and Kazuya are definitely the three dumbasses of the year or oh, this season at least. Three. Chizuru mm-hmm. knows how Kazuya feels about Ruka, and he knows how, she knows how Ruka feels about Kazuya, and she also knows how she feels about Kazuya, yet doesn't do a goddamn thing to solve any of the problems. And I could say the exact same I think thing Chizuru for Kazuya. Is the biggest, I think Chizuru's the biggest dumbass in the show. Mm-hmm. Chizuru? I think she beats out Ruka and Kazuya. Yeah. She definitely beats out Ruka. Because here's why I say that. Because she is actually pretty intelligent, right? Like, Kazuya is just a simp. He's just a dude, college boy simp. And they make stupid-ass decisions all the time. She actually has a head on her shoulders. And she knowingly, like, essentially leads this guy on. Because she's like, oh, no, I can't tell him how I feel. Because she's a fucking bitch. And then she knows Ruka really likes him genuinely. When she could just let him go with her. Because, like I said, Kazuya is a simp anyway. I'll forget about Chizudu. Because he's a simp. And she's, like, knowingly doing all of this. And just trying to advance her own career, not helping anyone else. I think she's the biggest pile of shit in this show. Well, I can't really disagree with that. Like, the triangle of dumbasses does exist. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it is is a triangle of dumbassery. (laughs) Hey, we said the same thing. That's and that's why I'm, I'm it's saying just like, a heaping... Mommy and Ruka or, or Sumi or Sumi especially Sumi Sumi's a saint, mm-hmm. but like Sumi's best girl obviously 100%. for very obvious reasons. Yeah, she's my favorite easy. character in the show. She's epic. She's super epic. Season one, I liked Ruka more than anyone else, but Sumi's won my heart. She is. Like I said before, she I can is. low key. I can't give Ruka a pass, but I can kind of like understand where she's coming from a she, little bit she just likes Kazuya yeah, think... and she's letting emotions drive her decisions understandable mm-hmm. is it a good decision no but anyway Kazuya and Chizuru really do just suck like they're just not good yeah it just like sucks a... because this I was this show was really anticipated and they it was a, such a total letdown I like to think the name of this episode is the rent-a-girlfriend debacle and then like like a like a hyphen and then it's <laughs> anime reviews <laughs> we because we're really going in depth to this debacle. we're really yeah. going in depth to the psychology of rent a girlfriend right now yeah, this show gives a lot of yeah, su- we don't need to we know no it seems a lot of other people agree 
they do, and that's at least that's, I at least I know good. we will get like shit on for that because it sucked. We're also genuinely it was a bad season. It was. Well, so yeah. I want to I want to change this one up. What did would you guys rate season one? I give me your honest to god rating of what season one would get. I was like I was interested. I was curious where everything was going. I wanted to know what was going to go on with the characters, how the relationships were going to evolve, and I think they did a good job of pacing things developing the story and while everyone still hated Kazuya we even justified some of his causes so it made all the characters not total shitbags and I kind of felt for each and every one of them so I would I would honestly give it like an 8 I I did enjoy it Alex I I would do the same thing I I think Anthony is correct I I agree I give it what probably, about you? I give it probably close to an 8 if not an 8 what like, um anywhere between, I was about like, there. The, between the seven point seven five to eight area. What probably. was it rated? Uh seven point one six. That's pretty low. I mean, yeah, that's or, low. Well, that's no, low. no, that's that's pretty on par for your average rom com in any in any capacity. I guess, yeah. Like when you think about the ratings of all, all literally all other rom coms that aren't obviously like Hori Mia, that one is a big exception <laughs> for a lot of the ratings. Like when we get into it, like you guys can see, Ayumu. <clears throat> yeah. About an average for what you get. Uh, so seven point one six isn't bad. What do you guys give season two? Oh, I just didn't want to watch it. I'd, I'd give it. I'd give it a, like. I guess I was interested at some parts. It, it drew me in more than some of the other shows we've already gone over. So I'd give it like a six point five. But that's really kind of stretching yeah. it. Maybe just a solid six. It was just riding the coattails of the first season, and they fucked it up. I'm going to give it around a six, I think. Mm-hmm. And this came out at really a six disappointing. Point, came out a six point eight six on my anime list. Yeah, which yeah. is point three points lower than season one, which is like quite mm-hmm. a dramatic difference yeah. in terms of how many people have done it. People need to stop memeing it into fucking popularity they so really it stops do. getting seasoned. Yeah. Because it's, I, fuck, dude. We're getting a third season of it. I don't want that. I don't want it. I don't want to watch it. Watch <laughs> exactly. It. I'm, I have to watch it. I can't just I'm this not far. watch it. We have I to rent. I can't watch two seasons and then not watch Rentius rent all over the place after he says, I'm going to rent. We're going to rent. Jesus Christ. It's rent Anyway. Time. Before we before we rent too hard all over the place, up next is Prima Doll. Uh, this was a show about war dolls, like war war automata. Yeah. And their main purpose was to control, you know, dumber automata in in a war to fight. I mean, there's not really much more to that side of the plot, but the show itself takes place after the war has ended and. Uh, the other nation that they're not in lost. I don't remember the names of either of the nations. I can't really either. And it doesn't super matter too much. And it is about uh, our main girl, Hizakura, waking up in the Black Neko Cafe, and they run a cafe together. Pretty and good. Some, some shenanigans ensue. There's actually a plot to the show, but saying it actually spoils the plot of the show, yeah. so... You know, without spoiler, that's yeah, that's the gist of it. 
Thorpe, you got any thoughts you want to give on it? it? I want I want Thorpe's thoughts, thoughts. on it real fast. Yeah, because Tip didn't I watch this either. No, and this was actually a I, I actually genuinely enjoyed this show. I thoroughly. did too. First off, the animate or the art. I'll start with the art. It was fucking phenomenal. This show looked amazing. Uh, I would say the plot didn't get me. You know what I really wanted from this was just a kind of a generic slice of life. But that's also kind of biased because I just really like slice of life. So the extra yeah. story, I I can't. I'm not going to complain about. It. I thought it was still pretty good. It was engaging, to say the least. Right. I did like the show. Hi Zakuda was epic. We got some great reaction faces, and we got the mew. It was a it was a fun show. I think they did a good job at mixing like cute fun with also like serious tones. Stop. What? You, you like just it seemed like you stopped your thought midway through. It kind of yeah, just left. I know. It kind of just left. Uh, okay, I was like <laughs> I was just sitting there staring. Like, did did something happen that you're? focus on you just stopped halfway through your sentence no yeah i don't want to like give too much away about the show i i agree i mean there's a nice balance of everything you could want from you know a, a show like that yeah it, it's not really too much more you could ask for i think the only thing that bothered me was the amount of emotion in all of the automata they seemed too human to be automata at some points and kind of like broke the illusion that they are robots yeah like the end. i I kind of forgot every episode that they were supposed to be robots. Yeah. Until they're You don't it. really want that. Okay, I almost just mildly spoiled something, but... Yeah, that, I, I think I know what you're getting at. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it, it kind of just ruins the point of it. And I'm going to use a show that's obviously, like, leagues better than that, but Vivi is a show about a robot, but you are sure to know that she is a robot in every episode. There's not an episode where you don't remember that, you know? Yeah. Vivi had this, like, kind of dry sense of emotion, for lack of a better term, where you could, like you said, you could very obviously tell that she was a robot. Like, there's just things yeah. she didn't understand, like, emotionally. But this was not like that. They were very emotional, like Luke said. So that that kind of like was a turnoff for me for a lot of the episodes because it just didn't make didn't make a lot of sense overall. But I probably give the show I give the show probably like a seven. Honestly, I, I enjoyed give, it I enough. Would, I would give it a seven. And that came out to a six point nine three. Pretty, pretty on, good. Pretty yeah. Pretty on par. Uh, I will say best girl is a curveball from left field. It was the geisha from the red light district. She was, the, she, she, she was reminded me low key of like Akagi. Uh-huh. Like high key of Akagi actually. I agree. She was, she was a hottie. Yeah, she was baby. the the funniest, the most fun character was definitely high soccer. Oh, by far. She was based. She was like the uh-huh. Emilico of Primadol. Low key, actually, yeah. But we'll get into that later. <laughs> In about mm-hmm. a little bit, maybe. <laughs> All right, up next, Alex, you want to take it away with Engage Kiss? Sure. 
Feel free uh, to explain it legitimately or as shitty as humanly possible. I do not care. I mean, I'll I'll try because for a little bit of this show, I was in, I was engaged. Uh -huh. Engaged kiss laugh. <laughs> so this show pretty much follows our main our main male antagonist. This dude. Shoe. Did he have powers or not? No. No. I didn't think so. I I feel like some episodes he did and some he didn't. But uh, this dude, his mission is pretty much to fight demons, and he what has this he? yonder day. I don't think so. See, that's what I don't know. I don't. No, he anyway, shot magic anyway, gunshots. Remember? Yeah, it was his bullets. Yeah, I guess it doesn't really matter. I don't know because they never I, really I go into it anyway. Don't care. But um, it, basically, his he's he's like this broke ass, irresponsible guy, and he has this unconsensual yonder day girlfriend. Not by him, but. Like, she thinks they're dating. She's, like, crazy. And she's a demon. And he works low-key alongside this company with this girl who I guess he had a relationship with in the past. And essentially, they just have to fight demons. Um, because his family died, and he wanted to, I guess, meet his sister or find out what exactly happened. Um... I was engaged, uh-huh. For like the Good. first like four episodes, and then it really started to go down. Uh, this show, I think the show had potential, but they just kind of went in a weird direction about halfway through this season. The show it seemed like every single episode, I was I was less and less interested. The show was like riding steady with a mild incline, and then the nun showed up, and then there was a cliff. Once they introduced the nun character. It was. It just got bad. I did not want to watch it anymore. They, they threw a ball from left it. field and it missed. Yeah, ruined the show horribly. Hockey. Yeah, she made no sense. Absolutely none. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Nope. And she was like super hypocritical the whole fucking time yeah. too. I don't like yeah. demons. I'm gonna use demon armor now. Like, you know, why you don't yeah. like demons and you want to just remove all of them? Why are you using demon tech? Like. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, the show reminds me of I mean, the detective is already dead in terms of my interest, where it started off and I was. Get a season two. I know, but fuck, it started off like, oh, this is pretty good. This is cool, and then as it went on, I was like, okay, what the fuck is going on? Like, where is mm -hmm. this going? Yeah, like I with didn't episode really one, go. I was genuinely, I was genuinely interested with episode one, but like. Dude, it lost so much traction. Yeah, it was That's like it. a train coming up to the station, but it runs out of gas like six mm -hmm. miles away. <laughs> like, when's it get here? <laughs> oh, it's gone, dude. It's never getting here. And then you get delayed, and you're late for work, and your boss is pissed. There's nothing you and could have done about it. The worst part is, is that if they did make a season two, and it's like the last episode, I would enjoy it. Because I liked the last episode. The last episode was the best episode because the end of the last episode was yeah. what we all wanted from the show in the first place. You said it very well. Luke said, like, the fat, the last five minutes are exactly what we wanted. And it was just fucking <laughs> slice of life. Just shit banter back and forth between I, the dumbasses. And that's that what really I wanted. slice of life. But yeah. Whatever. It was just, like, <laughs> shit banter back and forth. It was fun, and that was the the highlight of the fucking show for me mm -hmm. 
yeah, they just was... they tried to throw in this complex story and it just didn't it didn't stick and i don't know like and i mean like we said before we don't we're not reading these prior to watching them so we don't know if they're doing justice mm -hmm. to the source material or not we're only rating these based off of the show itself the manga could also be a straight up mess too we wouldn't know i don't really care to read mm -hmm. it at this point because most of most anime the point is to make you want to read the manga like that it's more of a promotional thing than it is a strictly entertainment thing. Kind of off. I don't want to read this. I don't either. I have no desire. But kind of off topic from this show, yeah. but in the in the same jest, the detective is already dead. I I am curious to read the light novel because it is so popular. Like the anime was horrible. It was really bad. But I want to know why it's so popular. Dude, Matsuri and Fubuki are gonna show up on the TV to report your death if that you was, talk shit about this show. That was the best part mm -hmm. about that show. That was awesome. I was really hyped about that. I was yeah, huge. That hyped. was like episode three too. That was it? like I think it was episode two, dude. I don't even think yeah. it was that far in. That was like the, probably what seemed like the only good thing from the show. It was just it was just such a mess, and I know that a lot of uh, we're, we're not talking about the detectives already dead, but I'm gonna just say this real fast before we move back to rating engage kiss. The detectives already dead might be the director's fault for like it being so bad. Because mm -hmm. if you guys remember when I talked about Riverside Riverside Peach Boy or whatever Peach Boy Riverside whatever yeah. the fuck that mm -hmm. show was called, the the director literally fucked up the order of the episodes on purpose. So they could have fucked up the order of the story on mm -hmm. purpose, trying to make it something super cool and like, yeah. ooh, it's a bit backstory in the middle. No, just give me backstory at the start if you're gonna do that, and then fucking and like give me the actual show. Don't do that. Keep you on your toes. Anyway, I give Engage Kiss like a six and a half. It was better than most of the other shows that I didn't want to watch. I agree. I'd go six and a half. I guess the characters with kind I of the redeeming factor. Some of them. To an extent. <laughs> and overall, it was given a 6.96, and I don't know how. I also don't I don't know agree how. with that. If I watch the first three I... episodes, sure. But I watched the whole show. Like, I mean, it could be just people not going back to change their reviews after watching three episodes. Because a lot of people like to give reviews on my anime list after they watch, like, the first episode. Summertime Rendering is a perfect example, and I'll talk about some of those ones. God, people just oh, really yeah, I also read a few. one episode. Mm -hmm. they're, and they're all, like, really dumb takes. They're, they're like, dumb. trying to say that something that's popular isn't good because it's popular. It's what those are. I hate that opinion. We'll get and into I don't, that. I don't think any of us really give that opinion with shows. We don't just hate something because people like it. No, in fact, mm -hmm. it makes me happy when things get popular. I do, too. I like when certain things get popular. Now, shows that I don't like getting popular, obviously, I'm like, yeah, I don't really care that much. But I don't hate it because it's not. I don't hate it because it's popular. I don't like it because I don't like it. I didn't like it before it was popular. Engage Kiss like was mid. It was mid. It doesn't deserve even mm. close to a seven. No. That's my take. Not even hot. Yeah, That's just my take. All right, Thorpe, want to tell us about Ayumu? When will Ayumu make his move? So our story starts with our main man, Ayumu, and it's about Shogi. And the question that I'm met with once again is, how the fuck do I play Shogi? Because I'm very curious after watching, like, Ten shows about Shogi. Why are there so many Shogi There's shows? so many Shogi shows. <laughs> But um, our dude has a crush on the 
girl in the shogi club who is the president and basically he will confess his feelings once he beats her in shogi and this is uh very similar to takagi it's done by the the same author so it looks like takagi it kind of plays like takagi just low-key maybe a role reversal in a way not so not so much pranks but like I don't know. It's very similar to Takagi. So if you enjoyed that, there's a good chance you will enjoy this as well. I agree. Tip, you didn't watch this either, did you? Mm-mm. Dude, did you watch anything Holy shit. over the summer? Did you watch any shows? We're yeah, seven I watched sh- a shit ton. There's, tw- there's 20 here, dude. We're already into seven. You watched two. This dude, yeah. this guy, Damn. this man. Damn, Rip Bozo. Well, it's a good thing I did, and they don't sound like they were any good. This one was I really good. I don't know why you didn't watch this. It okay, was also, this is the um, first good one. The also, the, the same author who we did this said, did Takagi. Like I know, I know. Yeah, and uh, what was the other show yeah, that came out yeah. last season? Subaki. Yeah, Subaki. Same author. Characters look pretty similar. Yeah, I know. You're just saying, dude, you're kind of cringe. A little cringe. A little uh, cringe. At different times. Couldn't watch. Different times, dude. You got a different penis. Yeah, dude. Bruh. <laughs> this show's pretty, um, like, run-of-the-mill, if you will. Yeah. But it's generic. I liked it a lot. I, I really enjoy these shows, these generic-ass, slice-of-life, funny, ha-ha rom-coms. You know, kind of the palate cleansers of the week. It is. It's, uh, it's just, like, a refreshing thing to watch. You kind of know what to expect. What are you giving it, Luke? Dude, are you good? Probably not. You just stopped yourself halfway through the sentence again. Yeah. You just went, you kind of get what you expect. I said you kind of know what to expect. You didn't end it like that. You said you kind of know what to expect, but... And then you just stopped. You, uh, like, you like started but. to yeah, you are, say You're another. ending your sentences. No, yeah, you, yeah, you did. You started you did. to did say, say another but. word. You didn't say it. You started to. I don't believe you. You're like, but... And then you just like yeah, yeah you did. And Abby, I'm literally I'm. I don't believe it. You've got no, two people. You literally were starting to say another word. Move your face away from the microphone. I watched your lips move. You guys are gaslighting me. And then me. you just stopped and stared in this space. You stared <laughs> in the space. Space is outside of my time. house. Alex, you watch two shows. Get out of here. <laughs> I don't. Okay. Luke, what are you rating this one? I'm giving it like a yeah, like a seven point three. I'd go like a seven point three. I feel that it's a seven point ten. I mean, it's I, generic. I like say as said, long as it's over I'm seven, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I agree. Luke, do you want to do Shine Post? Shine Post, Love Live, but not. So, Shine Post is a show that is animated like hentai, and the art style is like hentai. But it's absolutely not hentai. It has nothing to do with that kind of shit. It is a show about our main girls. I only remember Ryosama's name. I don't know. We have discount orange hair protagonist from Love Live and discount Katori and Ryosama trying to make their uh, debut and way in the idol world as a group called Tings. And it's kind of their adventures of reaching popularity and starting from the bottom with nothing and moving their way up to the top with 
some plot twists here and there and some like actually in-depth plot mm-hmm. points in the show like the most recent episode that aired forever ago uh it's been like two weeks yeah it's been like two weeks we get the next episode this week at least thank fuck man i'm so excited um at the time of recording this it is between they they did a lot of breaks with the show for some reason i think it's i think it was covid related it was. but the last three episodes are going to start airing again next week so we don't have like the full synopsis of the full show but i think we've watched enough to say whether we think it's good or not it's going to be really hard from the ruin the show in my mind i also yeah i don't unless yeah, I they agree. do just some absolutely crazy shit they can't really fuck it up i think this is the first idol show other than love live that i've genuinely enjoyed thoroughly this mm-hmm. I, i'm it's like, it's like it go on go ahead it's it's just genuinely honestly pretty good for for like an idol show that's not love live i think it is ways it surpasses that description in many ways this i think this show is a super under the radar and it's mm-hmm. unjust because the show even though it looks like hentai it looks it really does. good there's there's no denying it, it looks it like hentai mm-hmm. the characters are really awesome there is a ton of depth to them the voice actors absolutely killed it the story is really engaging i am so like drawn into this that i really want to know what happens i want to see them succeed and i like how throughout the show we're getting these backstory episodes and even though the characters kind of come off as uh, really, really, really confident, they all have their own things going on and they, they work mm-hmm. through it. It really, I just, I'm kind of mad that it didn't get more traction. I really, really like the show. It like very much upsets me as well. This is definitely out of shows that aren't season twos this is easily a top five i can't say this is a top mm-hmm. five overall because the ones that are rated the highest are honestly my top five probably yeah and they're yeah. all season twos pretty and much most of them are season twos but if like mm-hmm. if we took out overlord and superstars like made in shadow's house and made in Biss, that would definitely be my top five and i know that i named mm-hmm. like four shows but those are all the highest rated shows of the season obviously mm-hmm. for obvious reasons i'm sure that you viewers at home, I'm sure none of you were surprised by those being the top shows of the season. No, but not. that's why my point stands. I think that this show would stand up there if it got more popularity. And you know, just idol shows in general don't seem to do well over here and unless it's Love Live. In terms, yeah, I usually watched at least one idol show every season, and this has got to be like right below Love Live for me. I, th- I think this uh, is same. the best idol show that I've mm-hmm. seen that is not Love Live. And that's what I said when I started the description. I think this is literally the best not love live idol show I've ever seen. Oh, it's such a shame, man. It really, really makes me mad. It is. It makes me genuinely sad. Mm-hmm. I give this show a solid eight and a half. Easy, easy, easy eight. I'm not even. I'm not even fronting. There's a lot of problems with the show, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna like completely be upfront. It's not a perfect show, but like solid eight and a half mm-hmm. is the strongest I could give it. The the rating that it has is unjust. It's a 7.13. It makes me and, angry to think that. You know, our opinions are fairly biased because we do enjoy idol shows. If they're not your mm-hmm. thing, you're not going to like it for, you know, obvious reasons. You don't like idol shows. You're not going to like an idol show. But I feel like it's a, it's like just it's a great show. It's fantastic. 
It is. It's like um, uh, what was the f- like heroines run the show? Yeah. It's like that. It blew me out of the water. I was not expecting what I got, and it was so much better than what I was expecting. And I don't even truly consider that an idol show because there wasn't really a lot of plot around idols. No, not really. Overall. But I, I agree. It was just one of those shows that I did not expect much out of it going in because we've had so many idol shows that have sucked. Yeah, or like, we literally had the we same. Had two of the we same had two of the same. Yeah, literally the exact same fucking show. It was the exact same goddamn show. I don't even remember. Fuck what? One was, was Idly um, Pride. The other one. Was... Idly Pride was the. That was the first Second one. Second one, wasn't it? Was, wasn't was it? that the first one? I thought that was the first. Hold on, research time. Shit, dude, fuck. One. It was Did the first say... one because Selection Project was the second one. Oh, yeah. Yes, Idly right, Pride yes. was the first. Selection Project was the second. And they were basically the same exact same show. Same exact show. Idly Selection Project. Selection I, Pride. <laughs> Idly Project. <laughs> Idly Project. And then we have our Selection brand new project. standalone Shine Post. Which is Which just is way better. Leave. Fantastic. I mean, even the plot when we watched Idly Pride the first time, it was it was okay. I don't like it was fine, yeah. I guess. What, I it was whatever. I don't like the whole um kind of tearjerker thing that some idol shows do. And you know, Shine Post didn't do that. They strayed away from that. We just got our mm-hmm. idols. The only like sad parts we got are in their backstory. We didn't start off with someone's sister is dead and they wanna be an idol just like them. It's surgery to have their heart, and that's why they sing a certain way. Yeah, like whatever the fuck that the point of that is is beyond yeah. me. We just have some bass idols who like what they do, and they enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And the songs are good. I like the songs in this show. When Rio Sama got her solo, <laughs> man. I'm glad that we only refer to her as Rio <laughs> <Sama>. <laughs> She fucking killed it. She's awesome. She's like one of my favorite characters in this show. She is based. She is my favorite. And the Discount Katori had some awesome jokes. I, yeah. I The only reason I don't say she is my favorite is because I really like Discount Katori too. Discount mm-hmm. Katori. Discount Honk is okay. Like, she's not bad. Discount but, like, Honk, um, Chica, or Shibuya Canon. Two and then cheers. the red haired girl is just. Uh, what was her name from fucking School Idol Project? I want to say Maki. I, I, yeah, I wanted to say Maki, Maki, but I almost said Mika. I almost Mika. Said, the, tomato. Like, the, the, the tomato. Yeah, the tomato. You you eat tomato? You eat you. Eat. Uh, <laughs> if you go to Baby Metal's Instagram right now, the first comment is "Where's Yui? I miss Yui." And there's an emoji of a tomato and a crying face. Of course, no there is because the fan base just cannot let go. I, of I something almost said it. I almost said it. To you. I almost almost sent it to you guys. You eat tomato. All right, what's Let's do uh, a couple of cuckoos. A couple of cucks, am I right? Who's, who's on this one? Uh, I can do it. I smack Shine Post's ass, mm-hmm. so someone else can. I'll do it. This one's pretty, actually, pretty easy to describe. Um, I forget the guy's name. He's the, like the only one I forget. Nagi Kun. Nagi. Nagi. That's right. Our our main MC Nagi Kun, um, lives at home with his his sister and his two parents who apparently are in the Yakuza or something they own a restaurant and they're super poor well uh, I forget how it happens exactly but he finds out one day that he was switched at birth with this super rich girl Amano 
And he is actually the son of the rich guy, and Amano is actually the daughter of the Yakuza family. So his sister is not really his sister. His parents aren't really his parents. Um, and the two parents meet, and they decide that Amano and Nagi are going to get married. So they put them in this house, and it's just kind of their life. Shenanigans ensue. Um, but he doesn't like Amano. He likes another girl at school, Segawa. And she... I guess likes him you in the beginning it doesn't seem that way but uh it's just these three plus his sister and they just kind of say it vibe there we go That's like there is a, there is there's an underlying story to it but I don't want to say it because I it's it's a very big love uh square triangle yeah what yeah it's a square it's, no, a, square. it's, it's a, a square yeah well it's more of like trapezoid no there's only four yeah but you have a line down the middle too okay just forget it we're just doing shapes <laughs> we're just doing shapes but uh we're not good at geometry here it sounds like it'd be your normal run-of-the-mill bullshit show but this show actually is quite in-depth you really actually like all the all the characters and it's just got a little more sustenance sustenance and substance to it than your normal like whatever this type of show would be considered like a harem uh, it, it is a lot more in-depth and better than normal and i am uh luke what is so funny i got a ping from rj and i was really interested because he's at like some big convention down in texas right now mm -hmm. and it just said and he added me it just said he's real so i had the openings i'm like what the fuck's he talking about some dude dressed as Colonel, Stan Colonel Sanders <laughs> on stage, like with a bucket of fried chicken. Jesus Christ! And it made me laugh, so I'm sorry. That's my bad. <laughs> but it's just really funny. Disruptions for the Colonel are accepted. Yeah, I agree. But uh, <laughs> it's just the show has a little more substance to it, and it's actually really engaging and fun. Like I'm really liking it so far. This is another show that um upset me with its rating and kind of going under the radar because mm -hmm. like Alex said this I, I was really drawn into this show too and our protagonist Nagi is actually really awesome I really mm -hmm. like him I, there's, I don't have a complaint about any of the characters they're not dumbasses comparing this to like Rent-A-Girlfriend the other kind of harem rom-com we get this is so much better it is such a breath of fresh air compared to yeah. the piece of shit show I want to agree that went on the radar, but it really seemed like every time I opened up Crunchyroll, they were pushing this show. They were. There were ads. The uh, the new episode thing would always kind of go there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But so I, I just say, I didn't see anyone talk about it on like Reddit or anything. I, I never didn't see saw anyone talk about it ever. I didn't. I never saw. I've never seen anything on it, and it's got like a lot of good like reaction faces and shit. The fantastic like, reaction faces. I mean, it really wasn't crazy. I mean, this rating is based off of 42,000 people, so it's not, like, it's not, like, ridiculously small, but it definitely is lower than what I would expect. I don't know. It's, I do wish it was rated higher. I think it was I better than what people are giving it. Overall, it's a pretty decent-ass show, man. It's it's actually really good. This was one of the Saturday shows I really looked forward to. Yeah, I, I, do, I do really look forward to this one. I got really excited when this was out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was, I was like, "Fuck yeah, more cuckoos." Yeah, fuck so yeah. it's a solid fuck ass yeah. show. Yeah. Like, there's a there's a lot you can take away from it that you would like. 
I think I'm gonna give this one an eight. I was also gonna go solid eight. I'll go eight. I'll like go a eight hard with you. eight mm-hmm. over its seven point one nine from my anime list. Which is I'll just give it a solid eight. Ah, oh, that's unjust, man. That's unjust. I think it's unjust too, because this was just like in the level of probably one of the better rom coms I've ever seen. If yeah, Aram yeah, yeah I agree. If Nagi sucked, then I could low key understand a lower rating. He doesn't. But he he's, does. he's an really awesome like, character. He is. He's no, a really he's good like character. on the level of like Puto. Yeah. Yeah, he is. I, I put him on that level, honestly. He's got kind of like a similar personality. Mm-hmm. A little more of a human. Rough around but, the edges. Yeah, a little less rough. But like, but, he's he's up there with a guy you really like. Yeah. Yeah. That you think is cool and you're fine with them being the protagonist of the show. He's no, mm-hmm. he's not Issei. Fuck Issei. And you know what's funny? All of us have a different opinion on who Best Girl is. While, like, margins are thin, it's not, like, super far uh-huh. one way. Because we, we're all in, like, the boat of, damn, this is a really tough decision. But we all have kind of a different idea of what we like. What are they? What are you? Because I know you guys are, don't agree with me, but I don't know. Your Luke is team one. Sachi. Alex is team Amano. And I'm team Sagawa. You're still Sagawa? This last episode, man, did it. Dude, the last two episodes, <laughs> Sagawa, Sagawa was kind of based. I'm not going to front. It's like every every other episode would be like, damn, Sachi's pretty awesome. And then, damn, it's like, you remember, awesome. I was I was with you. Where, like, I was like, dude, how do you like Sagawa? And then the last two episodes, yeah. I was like, all right, she's kind of based. I give yeah. I give respect to people who like her now. She's fucking yeah, like I, I can't disagree with your guys' opinions. I can't. No, I can't disagree with anything mm-hmm. here. Other than you're wrong, because Sachi's the best. <laughs> it is just a solid-ass show, and I'm liking it. I'm liking it. Yeah, I, I'm. this is a show that I'm really hoping for a second season of. I yeah, really like I would it. like that. We, I, there's, there's a lot. Not... There's there's unanswered mm-hmm. questions I need to know. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot going on, and there's a lot more I want to know. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. Real quick um, thing, best boy is, yeah. is uh, Umino's dad. Oh, 100%. Dad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Yakuza His dad. Yakuza dad. Yeah, thousand percent. He is best boy. He's best boy. Anybody with the Yakuza accent personality in anime is the best. I like when they go, huh? Uh, Do you guys want to do the next one? I'm going to take a pissies real quick so that we don't just stop because I haven't watched this one. Yeah, me and Luke will do this one. Yeah, we'll do it. Because I literally know nothing about it. That's all right. You go. Take I, your piss break, bud. I, said, I have to go back. Piss boy, take a piss break. I, know, I don't want to, but I have to. <laughs> go on, piss boy. Just taking a piss break. We'll real talk quick. about on, this on. without you. I'll be, I'll be back. Don't. All right. <laughs> don't. <laughs> All right, Thorpe, you take away because we're we're just gonna go in the circle now. All right. Next, we had Dropkick on My Devil X, the third season of Dropkick on My Devil. Oh, God, how do we even start to describe this show? I mean, I had it as my anime of the week, so, like, I'm sure if you're watching this in order, not from the recent episode, you've already heard me talk about this show. Basically, our main girl, not our main girl, but a girl, Uranay, summons a demon named, what the fuck is her name? I can't remember. Joshin? Joshin, oh, God. Yeah, things just leave my head, like sentences Holy and names. Shit, dude. She summons Joshin, and Joshin needs, in order to get back to hell, she needs to kill Uranay. But she can't, because Uranay is OP as fuck. And then all her demon friends come up and visit, and they have a really good time together. And the show, it's a slice of life with demons from hell and Uranay. Um, and angels, and 
monster. It's so fucking crazy. There's like Chinese jumping ghosts. It, it's and ridiculous. Snow demons and uh, vampires show up. And Hatsune Miku's there. There's like a yandere cop. I don't. <laughs> it's a lot to take in. It really is. But I mean, canonically, Hatsune Miku is a demon. Is she really? She was in demon school with Josh, and remember? Oh yeah, she was. She yeah, her, so she's canonically. She had her green onions too. Yeah, she has her. Oh, this is weird. Onions. This is totally mildly off topic. But I was playing Fall Guys today, and they're doing an event with uh, Hatsune Miku, and you have to like jump around. <laughs> just, just listen. You when you jump around, you have to collect things. They're all over the maps, and one is a glow stick, obviously for idols, and the other is a fucking green onion. That's her thing. Is it really? Yeah. I was so confused why she had a green onion in every scene. Nope, that that's the Miku thing. Miku has green onions. That that makes a ton of sense now. Yep. That's why she always had a green <laughs> onion with her. It's I don't know why it's the Miku thing. I don't I'm not that caught up on Miku lore. That's all I know is that that's like a big thing for well, her. Yeah, that just makes me a lot less confused. But yeah. um Joshin is again one of those shows it does not have the recognition that it deserves it's severely meta too it is very huge meta comedy. meta like it is so self-aware of itself it is unreal which i and absolutely I, love like when i made my uh anime of the week i was talking about how in season one like one of the first episodes they insult the company that's animating them or something because they don't have enough money to pay for a fucking air conditioner like it's um it's very funny and I think me and Luke said this, it wasn't on the podcast, but if this show were to have a new episode every week and never ended, I would be totally okay with that. Oh, a thousand percent. I look forward to this show every single week that it was out. This was my Tuesday. This was like, oh, fuck yeah, it's Tuesday today. That's Josh and Day. Oh, it's Josh and Day, dude. I can't wait for Minos to be there and Medusa to be there sometimes. And I loved meeting new characters like this season. Uh, would that be a spoiler? Do I want to spoil anything? the vampires easy enough we got some new I mean, vampires that, that's all you gotta say is just the vampires it's not really anything crazy yeah we got vampires Hatsune Miku <laughs> Hatsune Miku showed up in God. every episode we did get God <laughs> we had <laughs> God, Hatsune Miku and vampires Such. Oh, we also God. learned a lot about Japan yeah we did we learned a lot about Hokkaido we did learn so it's an ed, ed, an educational show that you can really learn a lot from and take away a lot of interesting facts. My best girl is Medusa. I would say mine is Minos, but I have and to respect every opinion. All the opinions in this show are respectable because yeah. I'm also close to the jumping, the Chinese jumping yeah, dog ghost. And urine is epic. Oh, urine in the swimsuit, dude. Vampire urine. <laughs> huge 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 what are you gonna give it Thorpe what are you gonna give it I'm pissed off at what people rated this I give this a uh, in terms of like how much I enjoyed this show this is like purely on an enjoyment scale like a 9 I think in terms of enjoyment I give it like a 9 or a 9.5 yeah. in terms of like how the quality of the show overall I give it like an 8.5 I'd give it an 8.5 like super fair but just quality, like pure enjoyment is all I get out of the show. What was this rating, Luke? Uh, this was given 
when I wrote it down, a 7.42. Unjust. Unjust. I think it's more crazy that it got multiple seasons. I hope it, get, the... it better get another one. Because season one got a 6.99. How? Which is just, that is just criminal. That makes me angry. Off. Like, that is a severe criminal offense. That and is. I will be taking you to court. I'm suing. And then this got rated lower than the second season. Second season got a 7.45. I, I, I just got to say this. If you're not watching the show, you're missing out. I haven't seen the other two seasons. What do you want from me? To start. I, I hope that both of us were staring at Tip on our monitors. I, I, have to, I have to finish my first fucking, the one I'm doing now, which is the worst anime I've ever seen. But we all did say that we're watching Cyberpunk after whatever we're watching. Yeah. So yeah. You, get a, you get a fair break from that. All right. But after that, you have to watch. I have to. Luke, take us all away right. with Don Machi Season 4. So, I'm sure... If you're watching in, I say, Don Machi season four, you already know the plot of the previous three mm -hmm. seasons. So I'm not going to get into that point of it. I'm just going to get into the plot of season four. Season four, Bell and the gang go into the dungeon to try to reach the lower levels. They're not in the, it, because the players below that, it's like the deep floors or something like that. I think so. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they mentioned in like the final episode of whatever this is. And so it's, they're them exploring the lower levels and they reach a safe point and then shit hits the fan and that's where the plot really takes off but it takes too long to get there in my opinion uh and then i can't really say much more without spoiling it because there's a lot i like he meets a mermaid she's pretty cool she's yeah. super based moss huge was a dumbass fuck mm him -hmm. fuck the moss huge and then, like, the end of the show is just all spoilers if I say anything. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed this more when I found out that it's half of, like, a full season and they're making more of it. The thing is, I didn't know that until the last episode. <laughs> I didn't either. And then the last episode hit and I was like, there's no way that's how this ends. This is, like, none of the other seasons ended like that. They actually had an ending, mm -hmm. so... I ended up looking it up, and that's why I found. I was like, you know what? I enjoyed this a bit more than I did previously. I, I still feel like it was just dragged on too long. Like, because the other Don Machis, those were, did those air as like a complete thing? Mm-hmm. Most don't... of them had like two, like two halves of the season. I don't get why they didn't do that with this it, one. I guess, I, guess I, this I kind just, I just wasn't as engaged as the other ones. I feel like it was really kind of boring for episode a Don Machi. Hit me. Episode 11 hit really hard. Well, I mean, that's what I mean, sucked is that you yeah. had to wait until the last episode for it to hit really hard. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just felt like there wasn't like in the other seasons there was like one big fucking thing that was happening. And this one I've, I've always kind of felt like it was a, a jumbled bunch of small things. It Yeah, it did feel like that. There was a lot going on when they were down there the whole time. Like I mean, you start said the moss huge is one thing and then it would go to the next and then the next and mm -hmm. then we get to the end we also there was didn't... never a breather and like i'm fine with that but it just felt like when the, the fact that they spent the whole season in the dungeon i did not like i didn't like that either I didn't like it either. I like when you get like those little bits of slice of life in the middle of the yeah. season. It's like a nice mm -hmm. break. 
We also didn't get Hestia nearly enough. Like, like, dude, <laughs> from like episode one until like way later in the show. I had a feeling like you. Hestia's bestia. I'm yeah, she is. I mean, maybe you got like a minute, but that was like it. I, I'm like, a big fan of Haruhime. We got her a lot, so I was happy about. I that. like Haruhime. Yeah, I like Hestia though. I mean, like, overall, it just really seemed like the show didn't know what it wanted to do for this mm -hmm. part, and they were like, well, we're breaking and have to make it longer. Yeah. Suck it. I just hope we get out and of the dungeon, finally. I know, I'm really sick of it. Probably not. Unfortunate. I will say, one of my favorite things that they just, it just does, and I, it, this has nothing to do with this season specifically, but when, like, Bell's using his power and then a bell starts ringing in the background like the church bell start ringing that's mm -hmm. fucking badass i don't care who you are i don't care if you don't like shonen shows i don't care what the fuck you say that's badass i never noticed no cap what that's how everyone knows when he's getting ready to shoot a massive firebolt out i had no idea the bell rang <laughs> none Thorpe doesn't watch anime with sound. He turns it all off. I just, just zone out. I go to another universe in my mind. Dude, there's no fucking way. It's been happening since like season two. This is news to me after watching the fourth season. Holy shit, dude. Yeah, I'm an yeah overall, I'm just a little disappointed with this one. I agree. Pretty. What I mean, do you guys I... rate it? 7.5. Yeah, I give it a 7.5. I don't know. I give it a 7. It, That's it, fair. It, yeah, I it, it didn't hold up to the other ones. It really did. I mean, it, it wasn't what you wanted, and you didn't mm -hmm. get any of what you wanted. It got yeah. a 7.8 overall on my enemy list, but mm -hmm. I get what you're getting at. Now, um, we've reached a part in this list where I find that there are some issues. Like, Don Machi should not be above some of these shows that we've already gone over. Yeah. But I will say this as well. Don Machi is probably the most popular show we've gone over so far. So I'll give it like a, a popularity kick. But I, in terms of quality of show, how much I enjoyed it, it definitely does not deserve to be rated that high or above some of the other shows that we went over. I think overall it wasn't. The thing is that I don't think it was bad. I'm not. I'm not I saying it's bad. Like, I'm not saying that. like My... if I look at it like from just a pure like analytical view and not like how much I enjoyed it or like my super big opinion, it was good. Just overall, I still think it was as good, and it holds up to the other seasons in terms of the quality of the show. In terms of my enjoyment, I don't agree. That's why I give it a 7.5. It's just because I didn't enjoy it as much as the previous seasons. But I think it was as good, if not maybe better, than some of the other seasons. Just because you you got a lot of fucking plot going on at once. Which I don't think it was truly a mess overall. Uh, it, it didn't transition well. That's where I lose points with it. But like... The, the going from the moss huge to the second half I kind of like both the plots overall it's just kind of I don't know I don't I don't know how to explain it without like mm -hmm. almost backpedaling on myself I thought it was dumb but if I don't look at it in terms of my opinion it's good 
mm-hmm. if that makes sense. I think too much was crammed in to that small 12 episode portion. And I, I, I think it kind of, you, you didn't really get to like feel for everything, if that makes any sense at all. Like in the other seasons, like Alex said, there was the one thing that we kind of felt was going on. And this, we don't get that until like the last three episodes. I don't, I don't really get what you mean with I that. I didn't expect anyone like, to, but. Because like I said, all the other seasons, they have multiple things going on. Like I'm, especially last season with Vina, my favorite character in the whole series. The first half is literally Bell's going down to investigate the Ikaros family, and then he finds Vina, and then he goes and takes her back, and then tries to help her settle in amongst humans, and then he finds the other monsters that can speak, and then a war breaks out. Well, but the thing with that is Vina shows up right in the beginning, and that that sets the tone for for you kind of know where everything is going to go. Like a new character is introduced. Who's this? What's going on? What's she doing? And in this one, sure, we got a new character, the mermaid, but she just like disappears through most of the season and she's hardly in it, which I was pretty upset about because she was based. She's a good character, but she's just hardly in the show. Like we get her and then she's just gone forever. I kind of get it, but at the same time, she's a mermaid and there's not a lot of water around. It's not even like that. It's just like... Why introduce a character? Like, I can't say this without spoiling it. But why introduce a character when she doesn't do anything? Like, they kind of made her seem pretty important. And then she just wasn't until the very end. But I can't make my argument without spoiling it. I know, that's the issue. You know what I'm saying is that she does something at the end. Yes, I know, but it's just, like, there's a timeline. It starts here and it ends here. We get her, and then she just ducks under, and then she shows up again. I guess, like, the argument I can make for that is that in season three, the point was Vina, and the whatever the fuck those dipshits were called. What, what are they called again? The monsters they, that. I think it starts with an X. I for, the ones they can talk, I forget. Xenos. Yes, the Xenos. I want to say Xenomorphs. So, but... like, the. the... <laughs> no, that was the, that was the thing in the second half. <laughs> But, like, in season three, the point of the season is the Xenos. In season four, the point isn't the mermaid. She's just a Xenos that shows up. But that's not the point of the season. If it, she was the point of the season and they did that, I would agree. It'd be just like the second half of of 86, <laughs> where they just show nothing but Melise and she's never there. I would agree with you there. But the point of the second season is Moss Huge and then... Uh, discovering more secrets of like the shitty side of families in the deeper levels. I don't know. I can't disagree. I just wasn't as drawn in as the other seasons. I, I guess. I mean, that's at the end fine. Of the day. I'm not. I think. I think that's where I kind of fall to. I, I I'm don't not disagree. Trying to ruin your opinions by any means, or like but, look down on no, it a little. I don't, I'm just saying, I don't like, that, but... like just the reasoning there is just not. It's not super solid, just because. It wasn't the point. I get what you're saying with like introducing a character and them never being around. I don't like when shows do that either, but they also didn't try to make her seem like she was all that and she wasn't yeah, like that's the true. big all that in a box she was of just chocolates. Kind of there. 
Yeah, she was just kind of there, so I didn't mind it as much. Uh, hopefully, said, hopefully we feel differently about the other the other half. I think we I, will. I think we will too, because mm -hmm. it seems like it's gonna get. It looks like it's gonna get really good. I'm yeah, just, I just want to leave the dungeon. Take me out of the dungeon. Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting. Sit on those babies, Alex. <laughs> Sit on babies. Okay, Did go you on. watch this? Oh my god. What my fucking... <laughs> oh boy, oh You make boy. it really hard, Alex. You make it really hard. Go on, describe it. Ah, okay. So, Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting is we have a Yakuza family. And our main man, Kirishima, is a, a troublemaker. He gets in a lot of trouble. He starts a lot of fights. Just the badass. And everyone knows Kirishima. They all fear him. And he gets in trouble one time. And the boss of the family has fed, fed up with his shit. He goes, now you have to babysit my daughter. And that's... He got uh, in one little fight and his boss got scared. And now he's babysitting the yak. yak he's a baby and... Wherever the fuck they're at. I think they're in Tokyo. <laughs> um, so yeah. yeah, it's just a slice of life of him growing this relationship with the boss's daughter. And it's probably, no, it's it's the most wholesome show of the season, 100%. It was, it was just wholesomeness, every episode, all around. By far, I agreed. Ojo is based. Ojo She's is cute based. as shit. Oh, She's so fucking she was oh, oh, we got the American friend. <laughs> she was, she fucking... was fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, she seemed a little uh, dense, but like God, she was, she was fucking cool. Yeah, this this was a great show. If you're looking for something just like wholesome and fun, this is the show for you. Slice of life to the fucking max. High key. There's really if not... you want the the ultimate palate cleanser. Of anything, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it an eight. I'm gonna give it an eight. This was another. Um, this came out on what Mondays, Tuesday, Thursday? No, Wednesdays, Thursday. I named four days in the fucking week. When was it? Thursdays. It was Fridays. This was not Fridays. You were close, Anthony. It was Fridays because it aired at the same time as uh, Devil's a Part Timer. Are you? Or no. No, it was not Fridays. It was fucking... No, this oh was fucking God. Thursdays. It came out with Are Call you of sure, the Night. Are you sure, buddy? Because you're saying 16 different fucking times. This was not on Fridays. This was 100% not on Fridays. Alex, did you even say anything? You can't say anything. You didn't fucking watch the show. I can say whatever I want. You have no idea when this came out. Maybe I do. Maybe I, I knew the I, whole time. Either way, Thursdays or Fridays, whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. Who cares? Might we don't care about when dude. it comes out. It might have been. No, it wasn't Wednesdays. It was just, I looked forward to this show. It was super fun. I did too. Uh, it got a 7.8, so it tied Don Machi in terms of opinions. I uh, I can agree with that. A 7. I can. It's close enough to what, I, to what we said that yeah, I don't think I there's a... I don't think there's any problems. I did, however, watch an episode of that show. I uh, with the just with the one episode, I would agree with your rating. It was cute as shit. It was cute, cute as, as shit. Fuck. Yeah. Luke Shadow's house. 
Uh, no, we're making Tip do this one because he this fucking one. skips 90 oh, million shows. Fucking idiot. Uh, Shadows House Season 2. Let me take a drink of water. That's skater. That's not water. It's blue. <laughs> water's blue. not blue. <laughs> <laughs> and when I, see, when I see my water's blue, why are you blue? <laughs> Walter White type beat. So, Shadow's House Season 2, of course, again, revolved around Emilico and Kate. And essentially, they were little detectives. There was some funky stuff going on in the Shadow's House. Um, I'm blanking super hard. Go on. Uh, people got framed, and there were these uh, the scorches. What are the big scorches called? Is it like when they all combine? Uh, phantoms? Phantom, yeah. right? So there, there's, there's been an un, there's been an, a weird amount of phantoms appearing, and they come to the conclusion that there's someone causing it. So it's their job to find out who's causing this and why. And it basically just follows these detective skills of Milico and Kay kind of solving the issue in the Shadows House. Um, they eventually do find out, and I know when I found out, I was a bit surprised. And then, I'm trying to think what happened after that. Kind of like if you go on, you spoil things. Yeah, because yeah. then it's like you find out about what happens in the adult wing. And... Yeah. Anyway, it just gets spicier and spicier, and we need another season. I agree. I 100% Like 100%. Agree. 100%. Amelico has once again proven herself to be the Paul yeah. Cap of the season. She bought, brought bread. She's always, she's oh, she's always yeah. strapped with the bread. Yeah. Always. She stays strapped with that bread. Emilico makes yeah. makes bread. I'm jumping straight into the uh, into the rating because we talked about Shadow's House on a previous one because it's a fairly recent series. Yeah, and I'm gonna get a straight up eight and a half. I'm also gonna Easy, give, it, dude. give it an eight and a half. Shadow's House is uh, it's like dark moe, and it's it's awesome. It has really dark plots. But it's it still does like gap wholesome. Away really well. Yeah. One thing the it's show an, they really do well is um keeping you guessing. Like yeah. Even even two seasons in, I'm like, what the fuck is the deal with this place? Yeah. Like, would you call it like true crime almost? Low key. I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe actually now, yeah, people are dying. Things are going. South. Yeah, things are getting spicy. I mean, I guess, yeah, there is a lot of, like, detective work was a large part of the plot this mm -hmm. season. And there's still, just like, a, an investigative yeah, like, nature. Just an awesome show. This isn't one you want to overlook. Just no, the way, because I know people would probably pass it up just because the way it looks and the characters. It's not one you want to pass up. It's it's actually a very in-depth story. I mean, I wouldn't because I like the way the characters look. I It'd really probably be like one that it. I would choose because yeah. they look cool. But I know. I know what you mean. I know what you're saying. Alex. You're picking up what I'm laying down, dude. I am picking up. It has a 7.99. 7.99. Respectable, but not enough. Yeah, not enough. Listen, Luke, you... dude. Just what? under Sleepy Princess. <laughs> Luke, you want to hit us with uh, the Big Monday show? Oh, you mean uh, Love Live Superstar Season 2? Out of this galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and into the money. <laughs> and into the money. Out of the galaxy <laughs> and into, into the, the money. money. <laughs> so, 
in Superstar Season 2, as we already, I think we discussed the... We talked about the new characters a little bit. Yeah, and how people were pissed that they added four new characters in. Uh, after watching the majority of the season, fuck them, they're wrong. Yeah, yeah <laughs> these they characters were a great addition. awesome. <laughs> like, straight up, these characters are sick. Maze awesome and Mushroom. kind of Sundere. We have Mushroom. We have Shiki. And, and then we have Money. money. <laughs> and then we have Money Desno. <laughs> I mean, it's Love Live. I don't know what else you want me to say. I'm just yeah. going to talk about the new characters it's, it's for 40 minutes cut, if you like. It's pretty me. cut and dry. Essentially, it's just them trying to go to the Love Live and win. But we do hate Vayne. We hate fuck her. She fuck sucks. Shibuya Kanon. <laughs> and that's it. That's all she, <laughs> yeah, she leaves. Did you guys see the did you guys see the meme on Otonoki yeah. Where it's like that, they block it out, just says Shibuya Cannon, and then it's her quote. Refuses to yeah, elaborate it, and leaves. Yeah. It's like the Gandhi pictures where they put quotes next to him, but it's with her mm. and it just says Shibuya Kanon. <laughs> yeah. Fuck I her, hate, dude. Her. She sucks. She, she sucks. She sucks terrible so character. bad. She's not a good rival. By any means, Sunny Passion, amazing rivals. Yeah. She just sucks. It's, um... Is, is, is she the first rival in the Love Sive series that's actually, like, a bitch? Because Arise wasn't that Arise bad. Arise was not. Who was the rival in, um... Sunshine? Saint Snow. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and Saint, Saint Snow, Saint they Snow were was... nice. They, they had a snow day Saint with them. Saint Snow was they fucking awesome. Faced, and if they didn't shit them out of the story... <laughs> right. They would have won the love I mean, you could argue in Niji, Nijigasaki... Um, I'd say Lanju. Lanju, like, for, like, two episodes. But then she joins the gang. <laughs> yeah, then she was yeah. nice. Like, I'd say she was prior not nearly to as mean as this gang. one. Laundry. No, she yeah. just sucks, she's dude. Just and like, mean. yeah, she, she just nothing sucks. she does is like, oh yeah, I get it. I'm like, I don't fucking get why you're here. She said like 15 words throughout the entire season. Yeah, and she's and managed to make me. 13 hate her. of them were Shibuya can. <laughs> <laughs> even though we can't have that because that's an odd number. And there's even words. 98. Oh no! But I it's it's love live though and it's it's great so that's it's I love agree. live and I the songs this songs they were good kind of fucking bump dude love live knows how to put out good music. lots of meme material huge lots of it huge meme material yeah lots of good stuff and you know at the end of the day we're all getting that money money does no what do you guys rate it i give this a nine i'm a love liver this is Dude, biased. I'm a love I'm, a this, I'm biased opinion, thousand percent. It's a ten. It's a ten. Okay, out of 10. I changed my answer. It's this is a ten. A fucking, it's a fucking ninety-eight out of ten, dude. I can't fucking give it any other yeah. rating. it's a tr it's a true love live. Like Nijigasaki was. I like the second season better, Nijigasaki by a mile, but this is this is what the show is meant to be. It I is. get to watch School Idol Project in Sunshine live. Is what I feel watching. Yeah, this. yeah. In just a different part of Tokyo. Again. Which is, you know, I'm totally okay with. They can rehash yeah. the same shit as many times as they want. Now we'll eat it up. I, I will eat the shit out mm -hmm. of it, dude. Uh, it has an 8.10, which I think it's actually the highest rated Love Live out there. I think the only thing that's rated higher than that is one of the School Idol Project movies. Hmm. That's, that's interesting. Crazy, actually, that's interesting. Yeah. It's wrong, I but think. it's interesting. 
I could Real be completely hug. wrong, but like obviously School Auto Projects number one because it has the number one cutest idol, Nico Nico Yazawa. Nico Yazawa. I'll I'll hold that opinion for another day. I'll I bite digress. my tongue. I digress. Call of the night. I'll fuck up the uh, description here real quick. All right, yeah, for a great show, let's fuck it up. Yeah, I'll ruin I'll it. Just I'll make it. I'll okay. make it seem so uninteresting. People will just not watch it. I, it's gonna be kind of hard. So our main man Ko has like low key insomnia. He he just can't sleep at night, and he goes out, and he just finds the night to be entertaining more so than the day. He stops going to school, and one night on his adventures, as he's at the vending machine contemplating buying a beer underage someone comes up to him and confronts him and that person is nazuna who is a vampire he forms a relationship with her and he finds out that in order to become a vampire it isn't just as easy as sucking someone's blood you have to fall in love with the vampire and then you yourself can become a vampire uh every night shenanigans ensue and we meet more vampires we get in-depth story on how why yeah the classmates are based too they show up it's a uh it was a really interesting show the colors by far were the biggest standout to me the colors were fucking ridiculously crazy when it was purple it wanted you to know that it was purple when it was red it wanted you to know that it was red and so on through the spectrum of all the colors the plot it was it very interesting. I wanted to know a lot about everybody. It was also the biggest thing for me was like the dry comedy between all the characters. Mm-hmm. The dialogue between Ko and Nazna, Nazna and the other vampires, Ko and the other vampires, his classmates, the detective. It was spot on. They they killed it. The writing, the voice actors, they absolutely killed it. I agree. I, I don't know what I don't know what else there is to say, honestly. The I thing don't that either. kept me the thing that kept me drawn in was just the colors of every night. They were so fucking crazy. It was just it was so pretty and it was just so weird compared to any other show that you would see that would take place at night. You'd expect it to be dark and, you know, dreary almost with not or just like the strict lights just you know, a lit up street. You'd see a street light and it would just be white light coming down. But instead, you had all these really bright colors to represent the night. You had, like, these oranges and these bright like bright violets and purples. You'd have pinks in some scenes. And it was just such a weird... I, I don't know, like, dissonance from what you would expect night to be. Mm-hmm. This show did... Like, or, like, ugly orange streetlights yeah. you usually see. This show did a really good job of capturing the night. Because to me, at least... If I go, I just like being out at night. If I'm just like mm-hmm. walking around, it is just a completely different feeling. It kind of feels like wrong. You're not supposed to be out there at night. That's when you're supposed to be sleeping, and you get up and do everything during the day. And this show made the night. It, if they just walk around, there's like some salary men getting drunk and throwing up. Like just three of them. Everything else is empty, quiet, and just the people they run into. They captured the night in in an interesting way. To where it feels wrong, but it's it's just better than the day. You could mm-hmm. say it had the night call to me. It made me call to the night. <laughs> <laughs> it made me call the night. 
Well, Thorpe, you failed when you said Nazana because now everybody's interested in this show. Yeah. Because she's kind of like taking the internet by storm. As For she should. Reason. Yeah. Very good reason. She's awesome. Oh, I was going to point this out. But did you guys notice that this would be helpful if anyone's watching on video? So I'm going to kind of do the motion and I'll attempt to describe it in the best way possible. When it gets a close up on a character and then they turn their head slowly and all the shadows are moving and the like the secondary light is shining and it could be the accent yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Like, and just the way the head moves, it's fluid. It does kind of like a like a studio shaft shift in the facial. Yes, aspect. it's so awesome. Like uh, almost like um, Nisekoi. Yeah. Like when they would turn their face and they would go like that and shit yep. like that. Oh, yep. yeah. Exactly. It's, it's almost like that, but like there's just more shadows in it, I guess would be the better way to say it. It showed just um, it went it it pogged off the Splunky when it didn't need to, for good okay, in, really, in a good way. I really tried to do that all vocally, and then I said like that, and then did it visually. <laughs> it Son was, of a bitch! I know what you mean, was, Luke. I heard it. it. It was fucking awesome, is what it was. I really liked this one. I really enjoyed this show. Yeah, like if, if man, that's got to be like out of shows that aren't related to another show like second season wise this is probably number two it's up there it is way up yeah there. again i said like at top five i agree with entirely and that's the mm -hmm. top five of my season for sure yeah i'd probably give it someone else go first no, Bro, I'm, dude i'm gonna give this i gotta give it like a 9.5 yeah i was gonna say 9.5 i mean i love this show like it, it makes I enjoyed me it but like i a nine's just so high in my standards that it's really i, I give it like an 8.75 is probably mm -hmm. the best I mean, that's respectable it. that's still really high like i give it a very high score but like nine's just hard for me to just hand out you know mm -hmm. I, I mean, one thing i really makes me the show makes me want to quit my job and just wander the night that's how that's i really want to do that i appreciate when a show does something off cuff like this mm -hmm. the plot wandering like you like wandering around at the night and you stumble upon a vampire it just seems so different it's it's fresh i like that a lot yeah it's it's creatively fresh agreed all right um, overlord overlord season four overlord season four all right so eins says the word overlord and then the season ends <laughs> <laughs> No, but he does say Overlord in, like, episode 12. He does, he does yeah, say he does. It. He says it, and I thought about taking a snap and saying he said it. He said <laughs> we don't need any more. It's over. It's ended. Uh, Overlord season four is obviously a continuation of the first three seasons. I don't really need to state mm -hmm. that, but sometimes I feel like I do. It starts off with our boy Ainz, Ulgone, fighting... Was the, it that they fought at the start? The, they weren't orcs. Um, oh, the Quo Quo or the dog thing. Well, yeah, the the dog dipshits. Yeah. Because like, he's trying to recruit dwarves to mm -hmm. make runic weapons for him. And then the second half of it is him absolutely decimating a city. For like no good reason. Just they fucking because there is. There is a good reason. Yeah. But 
Boy, it was oh boy. very savage. Not many of those people deserve to be fucking ripped apart like they were. That was bad. And then we get epic, epic Yandere moment at the end. Epic. Yeah, that was. I didn't. Uh, I was like, holy shit. Are you kidding me? I, I expected her to be in on it, like a thousand percent. But then, like, the Yandere <laughs> moment hit. I was like, there's no fucking way they hit right. us with that shit. Not the for end. the reason she was. Oh, dude, the reason that fucking blew my mind. Yeah, That's why I, I was, was like, like freaking oh out God. about when I messaged you guys after I watched. I was like, "Fucking, you will never guess this ending." <laughs> yeah, I, I, that was the last thing I would have thought. Oh. My ass, you'll guess this ending. Overlord is a personal favorite show of mine. It's one of you the see. first one. It's one of the first anime I ever watched mm-hmm. was Overlord. So like, it does hold a special place in my heart. Same with Don Machi. That was one of the first ones I ever watched too. But even though it holds a special place in my heart, I would say that this is easily the best season of Overlord, and I say that every time a new season comes out. I agree. This was my favorite. They, so they knock it out of the park every time. There wasn't any real good dramatic fights, like the Shaltier fight, which is still my favorite fight in the mm-hmm. series. But overall, the plot kept me going so hard. The art's always good. The animation's always phenomenal. And it's just one of those shows that you can't go wrong with. Mm-hmm. I don't think that there is any good reason to dislike this show. The only reason that you would dislike it is because you're like, oh, Isekai, bad. That, that's really all I can think. It's yeah. really hard to not like this show. If you don't like the theme, that's really it. Yeah, that's the only way I could see you not enjoying, not even enjoying in this show because it's so enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't like the theme, watching the show, it's so strange stark different it's such a stark difference yeah like yeah. i forget it's an east guy i forgot it was I this whole too. fucking season pretty much until unless he deliberately brings up the fact that there's other players i would i just have no idea i just forget about it uh I don't know what to give it. I don't know what to give it. This is one that I kind of want to give a nine. I I would be okay with a nine. Honestly, I want to give this a nine. It is so goddamn good, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I can I can agree with that. That's that seems seems fair to me. Nine Overlord season four. And then this is where I'm sure I'll make a lot of enemies. It's Licorice Recoil, if you want to yeah, get the rundown. If you, you want to get the rundown, Alex. Alright, so Licorice Recoil essentially evolves around, you start off with our main character, one of uh, Takina, and she's basically works for this agency called the, is it DEA or DA? DA. That's what I thought, for the DA, and they're called Licorice. They're basically spies who they go keep, on these they crazy... They keep the peace. They keep the peace. They're essentially spies that keep the peace and they stop villains and they go on these crazy dangerous missions and they're extremely like highly trained and she makes a little oopsie whoopsie and she gets sent to a little cafe Lico Rico and there she meets our other main character Chisato and these two it's basically they become like really close friends but you kind of don't I don't know. They 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 both have extremely different personalities, but you can just tell they're pretty close friends. And they essentially try to stop this one guy, Majima, Makima, yep. Majima, 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 
from creating from doing these terrorist attacks and it, it, it some of it comes to this the big tokyo tower area and that's it like it's just basically like spies doing spy stuff and stopping villains essentially is what it is but um you find out like if you watch the show there's a lot more stuff that's in depth you learn relationships you learn why things are the way they are you learn shit you didn't expect like never would have guessed um solid ass show in my opinion animation top notch characters and story top notch uh i I don't know what else to say it's it was a fucking good show honestly i didn't expect it i agree i agree 100 percent what you just said Oh, Overlord got an 8.22, by the way. I don't know if anyone stayed. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So this is where I think I will make a lot of enemies. I think Overlord was better than Licorice Recoil. I don't think that's such a hot take. It might be, depending on who listens to this. (laughs) But I want to start off by saying I really, really, really liked Licorice Recoil. I the problems i had with it are pretty big but like for it to have the problems i think it had and me to still like it a lot says Mm -hmm. something it speaks sounds for what the show was i mean one of my biggest problems was majima is the dude immortal is that what what i agree i agree with that because there was one scene we always talked about there's actually two scenes where you should be dead because the end of the fucking That's series, right. the end yeah. of the season. Yeah, in the Tokyo Tower part. Mm-hmm. That's bullshit. Like, he mm-hmm. should not be alive. That's stupid. That's just writing in one villain because you think he's a good villain and keeping him for the whole time. Yeah. That's, that's shit. That is straight up shit. I, I can 100% agree with the Majima thing. And like, like, he that, should be dead. Ooh, that pisses me off beyond belief. The other thing is that, like, the last few episodes, I feel like they kind of locked themselves into either one thing happens or another thing happens and there's not really much room for the show to end either any other way and to the extent i kind of saw a majority of things happening at the end see see this i is, feel like with, this is where i hold on I, hold on go on i feel like i feel like i can agree with you to to that being a point for a show to critique but there are certain types of shows where they're not supposed to go on longer. They are supposed to be exactly what you think they're supposed to be. And Licorice Coil was one of. I don't Licorice think that, that's one of think those. That's his point. Well, no, he's saying he no, he's saying that there wasn't a lot of. You can't go a lot of ways. He said they locked you in. They're like, okay, only a couple things can happen now that we have the information that we have. So they can't go anywhere else. And I'm saying this is one of those shows where it's 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 just kind of meant to be and, that way. Like you but, know. Some, you know they're all going to fucking live. Like, no one's going to die. But my point is that it was for the last few episodes. It wasn't like the last two. Like, four episodes out, you kind of know one way or the other the show's going to end this way or that way. And that's where I come in. And I know that's not a good critique for a lot of people. It's, it's something that irks me personally. It's just mm-hmm. a personal irk. I'm not trying to talk bad about the show. It's just something uh-huh. that I don't like when, like... I would say if you can, if it's a third or more of the show is left and you can tell how it's going to end mm-hmm. based off of what they've done, I don't like that. 
I would I think rather. That's fair. I think two, it's fair. If, if they if it was like two more episodes, episode ten, they mm-hmm. hit us with that, I'd be like, oh shit, the last two episodes are gonna be serious. Well, okay. But, what, what about what about a show like, um, what the fuck's the name of it? Ooh, I'm blanking here. Help me out, guys. Yeah, <laughs> I love that one. Too. Yeah, that's pretty. Um, cool. blonde hair girl, sad piano, good song. Your line, April. Yes. Your okay. Line, so, April. you said that like if it's three. You said like a third of the show. So you kind of find out the whole story there. And the same thing with um, Classic, Classic Memories. Memories. I guess like and you, they tell you what happens. Up. I knew you were going to bring those up. And I think it's the same thing with what I said about, I don't remember which other show I said. But, oh, when I was talking about like Don Machi season three, the point of those shows is that that's the whole show, you know? Whereas with Licorice Recoil, it was like the first eight episodes were she has goofy heart, but she still is a licorice. And then that happens in it. It's it's hard for me to explain because it's just like it's an irk I have. It's not anything that I have as a reasonable. No, I get it as like that's something that it. you don't like. To me, that's just like plot development. But I, to you, obviously, it's something different. Because I mean, like it, with the way that the show was going in terms of plot development, if they would have held off two more episodes, I would have been way happier mm-hmm. than them doing it four episodes out. And like I said, the point of your line April is that she's dying. The point of Plastic Memories is that she's dying. Yeah, and, and they You can finish. It's it's like the point of those shows is the existentialism of life is short. That's not what Licorice Recoil was not that deep. <laughs> life is short, shoot it, yeah, guns. It wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. yeah. Shoot guns and I, I can see your critiques cafe. and uh, I can take them into consideration. But like you also did say, like you really like the well, show. Let me You're consider not... them. <laughs> no, he's not like shitting on it, saying like oh, I'm going to give it a, a seven point five because these things were just not not okay in my book. It wasn't okay. Like even though you you have grapes, you acknowledge that it's you. It was still a good show. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, it's not like when I was talking about eighty six, where I had gripes about the show and then didn't acknowledge because it's not a good. The second half's not good. It, it, <laughs> it, yeah, it, it actually it hurt the show, in my opinion. Yeah, I will did. stand by the second half being bad of that, but it's a popular show and it does seem like I'm shitting on popular show because it's popular and I don't think it's as good as people say. It's not that. It's not that deep. I don't it's think not, it's it's deep. I just deep. like, damn, did I fucking like it? I, I did, did like really it. like it. I give it. I give it probably like an eight point seven five. Honestly, I'll I'll agree with that. But like I said, I put it below Overlord season four. I think season four of Overlord was way mm-hmm. better. I think I would. God, yeah, I guess I would. I would. <laughs> it's I so would. tough because they're both really fucking good. Yeah. But we we agree that the top two stay the top two no matter what. Yeah, hundred percent. Dude, I haven't finished it yet, but yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with that <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, let's do let's do summertime rendering. Uh, Eight point three four from Licorice Recoil, by the 8. way. Eight point three four. Too low, but I uh, digressed. Who wants to take summertime? Because I'll butcher um, it. It's between you and me, Thorpe. All right, Anthony, I'll butcher. Thorpe. Actually, you have to do Maiden Abyss. I haven't. I haven't finished yeah, okay. it yet. Then, yeah, yeah. So. You, you take over summertime. Summertime rendering. Uh, before I start, please help me. What is our main, our main character's Shinpei name? Shinpei. Shinpei. Okay, so the show starts off with our main man Shinpei. He's heading back to an island that he used to live on. 
he he moved to Tokyo and he got news of uh, his friend Ushio, the girl that I think he was yeah he was in love with and she was in love with him and she died. So he's on his way back to his island to go to her funeral and he he gets there and things are going fine. And then he goes, there's some things that are acting sus. Like people are talking about these shadows and <laughs> I say sus unironically now. It's a pretty bad habit. There are some things that are acting sus. Anyway, they go up because uh, Ushio's sister Mio is like, I saw her. And Shinpei's like, what the fuck are you talking about? So they go up into the woods of the shrine and another Mio pops out and fucking kills them both with a handgun. And then shit starts to get crazy and Shinpei is woken up once again on the ferry and everything is repeating himself like Ushio comes down the hill he goes to the funeral Mio comes down the hill oh yeah Mio. yeah Mio my bad not Ushio she's dead Ushio's dead <laughs> yeah she's Mio, Mio comes down the hill and um, basically the whole show is him he has to loop through these timelines and he does that by killing himself and it resets at a certain point and he has to figure out how to keep everybody alive because there are these shadows that are trying to kill everybody and destroy the world pretty much. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, they're, they're all... trying to get to the festival. Yeah, We're you nailed it. Well, yeah, because the real plot is a spoiler. Yeah. Yeah, they have to stop the shadows and he has to do it by killing himself or it's someone killing him. Basically. Yeah, that's that's accurate. But like them trying to destroy the island isn't the real plot at the end. You find out because Heine was being used the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I digress because I'm not spoiling the show. For yeah, anyone. no, no, it was too good. So, oh fuck, this show was so goddamn. It was from it was a fucking bomb. the first episode. They set the tone. When homeboy got shot in the dome, I did not mean yeah. for that to rhyme. I did not mean that. Bars, dude. Fucking. I, bars. I just spit him. Yeah, fire, dude. And from the first episode on, it was just ridiculous, Re fucking crazy shit happening. I, uh, all the characters were top tier, and it's just I was left with so many questions after just about every episode. Like, okay, where the fuck do we go now? I, I was in the same boat every single week. I was so excited to watch the next episode. And the only thing that hurt it is that physically fucking couldn't legally because they put it on stupid ass uh, Disney Plus. Disney Plus. And first off, they suck. Disney Plus sucks. It sucks. I'm sorry for anyone that watches shit on there. Like, that streaming platform blows. Mm hmm. But I know that a lot of remarks on my anime list, and this it made me so mad. It makes People me were angry. just shitting on Shinpei. It makes me mad. Why? I thought he was one of like the he best was characters. Awesome in the show. protagonist. He's one of those. He's one of those MCs that you really like. This was the thing that like people watched three episodes of it and then shit on Shinpei because he mm -hmm. was investigating after he died the first time before he dies the second time. He was out there asking questions about shadows and shit and trying to gather all the information he could because he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Exactly. Shadow shows up. Second Mio shows up. He's trying to figure out like he's trying to ask questions. He's trying to get answers. He's trying to get to the bottom of shit and he's doing what he can. 
And everyone's like, well, he's just kind of stupid. Why would you walk up to a shadow you don't know is a shadow and then ask him about shadows? It's like, well, he didn't that know. Is, how was he going to... That's such a terrible point. Imagine, your point's dumb. Imagine living your whole life normal, like us, every day. You hear your friend dies. You go to the funeral. And then you get killed and you wake up again. You're like, wow, this feels really weird. Like, I, I've been here before naturally you're gonna fucking ask questions and mm -hmm. then when you see supernatural shit happening you're going to ask more questions like if alex was sitting there right now on the fucking i don't know his desk started shitting on the floor or something he's gonna be like yo what the fuck is going on he's gonna ask questions dude my desk nobody, is performing the supernatural nobody, he's not gonna look at that and go you know i should probably keep this to myself and figure out what the fuck is going on? Like, yeah, I'd be like, hey, Luke, my desk just took shit on the floor, dude. What the hell? You'd be like, yo, Anthony, come here, dude. You gotta fucking see this. You don't this know if crazy. I'm a, you don't know if I'm a shitting desk or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that kind of argument's stupid, but that was for, like, and I'm, that's the I'm, only one that stuck with me. Is it pisses me off so bad? I am happy to see that it got a high rating though, because it it deserves it. This show, I hope, is an anime in the future that is recommended to a lot of people and for good reason it should be i mean it it was extremely creative extremely well done it the the way it panned out like it would didn't feel too fast or slow i mean it was just it was almost it was almost compecky compecky i want it i want it to be one of those shows that you recommend to people to get them into anime yeah that, that's just, i guess that was my point yeah i want this to be like the death note of a new generation yeah I mean, it was it was fucking really good. Let's just hope that they fucking put it on a better platform. It's got to go on something better than Disney it Plus, dude. It has to. Like Jesus, I can't. I'm I'm not buying these subscriptions. I'm I'm no. watching shit illegally now. Like I'm not what I'm definitely not paying for HBO Max. Fuck them. No. But I'm watching Housing Complex C this season, and it actually starts tomorrow. It's only and, the yeah. I was gonna say that's only the four episode one, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's only four episodes. So I'm gonna watch the first episode, and I'll tell you guys if you should watch yeah. it or not. Because uh, it's I, only four I, episodes. Was it hurt? I know. Uh, but like, I'm not supporting HBO by any means because fuck mm -hmm. them and fuck Warner. They both and, suck. And Hulu. I will. I hate Hulu. I like Hulu personally. I hate Hulu. I hate him. But. Hey, for a different I, reason other than anime. Uh, this is just a quick gripe. Did you say you want to watch like a? No, you said him I, I twice. Don't, I don't. I don't like Hulu. That's my point. For the reason being, if you want to go watch a movie, they're like, "Oh, you have Hulu. You're subscribed." But if you want to watch this movie, subscribe to our seventy dollar thing just I to agree. watch this movie. Like That's that is bullshit. such bullshit. That's bullshit. I hate Warner because they're fucking stupid and they bought out HBO, mm -hmm. so I'm not going to yeah. indirectly support them. It's just like all the people with um, Roroin Kenshin, I think that's the name of it. Yeah, the Samurai I'm not, one. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to watch that. I I'm really want to fucking watch that show, but I know the creator's a fucking scumbag. Yeah, I'm not. Well, I, I refuse to support him. If I'm going to watch it, yeah. I might watch it illegally, but even then, I don't want to. Yeah, I, I don't I want to watch it. Because I don't want to say it's a really good show and recommend it, because that guy sucks. I'm out of the loop. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, he's, um, uh, isn't he like a pedophile sex so dude? So, the, the writer of whatever the fuck it is, I think it's like going Kenshin. It's is that right? It, it starts with an R, but the second word is like Kenshin. It is Kenshin. Yeah. But he was arrested on charges of having mounds of 
I don't know if I can say this and not like Is it get CP? us in trouble or flag. Yeah, CP. Yeah, a lot. It, it was so much. They thought he was a distributor. Oh. He was arrested, thrown in prison, and released. I want to say it was eight months later. How the fuck do you? They just months? let him out eight months yeah. later. So now it's become a real question of and like. This could be like a topic for next week's episode, but then mm -hmm. it gets into the problem of like separating art from the artist, but you can't do that because you're directly supporting the artist by watching his show and yeah. shit like that. So it's just hard. It's hard to get into. Yeah, that would be a fun one to talk about next week. That'd be, I don't know if that'd be a fun one. That would be a, that'd be something. Interesting. That'd be an interesting topic. To talk I think about. it's an interesting topic to get into. Yeah, just big fuck that, that, that show for shit. me has been something that I really, it's a moral dilemma at this point. You can watch me. it illegally. We'll get into it next week. I yeah. think we'll get into it next week. Well, because then that gets in. There's a lot of arguments about like um, AI generated art too recently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I haven't seen up. that. So I think oh, we can. Oh, yeah. That, that's a huge thing. Yeah. We we'll can throw we both of those into next week. Yeah. But my point, the point that I'm making is that I don't want to support Disney. I hate supporting mm -hmm. Disney every single fucking time. I just do not like supporting Disney. Mm -hmm. Now, they make stuff that I do like and I will watch it. And I, I admit. I am supporting Disney then, but I, I think can this choose is where too, I will. I think this is where I'm going to make my stance is that they should not be distributing anime, mm -hmm. and I'm going to make my stance for that. And I will watch the shows, but I will not watch them through their site ever. I will never watch it through their site. Summertime rendering, rating. What are we giving it? After the last episode. Nine and a half. It's one of the best shows I've ever seen. Honestly, honestly. I'm with Luke. I think it, it might have not came into my my top five anime of all time. It, it might have for me too. It it's somewhere close, if not in there. Like it is easily one of the best shows I've ever seen. It shows in general. I'm not even limiting mm -hmm. to just anime. It is one of the best shows I've ever seen. Yeah, this is um. Yeah, you, know, you mentioned earlier about this show being like a gateway for people who are curious about anime, but something to recommend to them usually my go-to would be like attack on titan and that's not in my top five i don't think it's like one of the best shows i've ever seen but it's fucking good and it's it's a good all-around thing for people and this show fits that bill really well so yeah that, i think that's very fitting for what the show should be it gives crazy good plot it has the action scenes are there honestly there are quite a few it doesn't have like fan it doesn't have fan service at all there's no mm. fan service there's like the one instance of fan service and it's just you if you can even call it that it's just yeah. like a, the the author Ryonosuke. yeah oh yeah like I, I said if you can even call it that like you really have to, uh, you have to be grasping at strolls for that i mean there's virtually yeah. no plot holes no they actually cover up the plot really well with mm -hmm. time travel too like they yeah. fucking they nail it i've never it's, there's very few shows I've seen that have been able to nail time travel properly. They also made and, me hate a villain so bad. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, in, in like ooh. the best way. I despise him. Fuck Shide. He sucks, man. Every fucking fiber of my mm -hmm. being, I despise him. And that makes him a fantastic that villain. That makes him a great yeah. villain. Yeah. That makes him a fantastic villain. Fuck, dude. So, if you're listening and you have not started this show, just go start it. Uh, it is, is what we're getting point, at. It is an 8.6 on my anime list. I to have that many people agree that it's mm -hmm. that high is insane. 
So you know that we're not blowing fucking hot air out of our mouths when we say that this show is fantastic. Now on to the next one. On to probably one of my favorite shows of all time. Yeah. Uh, this is Maiden Abyss, the Golden City of the Scorching Sun arc. This arc takes place in the sixth floor of the Abyss, obviously taking place after the movie, uh, where we find, I always forget her name. Rico. She's, Rico. Rico, Regu, and Nanachi find themselves in the sixth floor exploring when they come across or they're taking a nap first and then mm -hmm. the whistle stolen and then they end up going to the golden city where they find that there are almost people there civilians things yeah there's things and they're sentient and they have a way of communication and they're not just monsters that are mm -hmm. in the event and Throughout the story, you find out more and more. I can say literally nothing without spoiling the entire season. That is how fucking intense the whole thing is. I've given about as much as I can. The biggest thing I can say is Fopta is fucking awesome. Fopta is an amazing character overall, thousand percent. Now, I haven't finished this yet. So I'm on like episode six or six. Seven, I mean, one of the two. Luke, can we at least say, like, the other people in the show? Not exactly what happens, but... They I, I feel like well, if you name certain characters, I feel like you can't say certain characters. Like, you know, like if you watch episode one, you get the backstory on... You get, like, yeah. crazy backstory. If you mention anything about any of them, you, you kind of can't. It just kind of ruins it. Yeah. It sucks because I really want to talk about this show. And I mean, like, a big, big character is Waylo. But, mm -hmm. like, I can't say much more than she's a very big character. Yeah. It's just, that is just how intense. And this is definitely one of those shows that I will walk on eggshells talking about because mm -hmm. I want people to experience this show if they have not read already. This show is the equivalent of holding a guitar by the strings. A single string. A single string. And, and just like, will it break? Ravaging, like <laughs> going like that. And it's what it does to your heart and your emotions. What was it that I said at the start of the season? The movie put me down like a sick horse. Oh, and yeah. then the third season revived <laughs> me to try to bring me some joy, but I instead hobble along wanting and craving death every second yeah. of the way. <laughs> Hashtag this, there's there's oh, you just man. this is one of the you just gotta take our word for it and watch made in abyss you just have to i mean it, it, it you are you are only doing yourself a disservice if you avoid this series i i will say for any of you that are not that you're questioning us there are hundreds of thousands of reviews of this show and they average out to over an 8.6 for all three parts the first season the movie and this season all over 8.6s with over a hundred thousand hundreds of thousands of reviews and for my anime listen 8.6 with that many reviews is astronomically high Se the golden city is an 8.8 season one 645,000 users and it averages out to an 8.67. That's crazy. That is huge. 
the movie has just under 200,000. It has an 8.65. And then this has only 63,000 reviews, but it's an 8.8. .8. I, I cannot praise this series enough. This is one mm -hmm. of my favorite series of all time. Easily one of, one of them. Yeah. I mean, it's just... It's so goddamn good. And if you're not afraid to watch a show that makes you feel awful, then... This is the one. This is the one. Luke, what do you rate Golden City? For the third time ever on this podcast, I'm going to give it a 10. I agree. There is not a single thing that I can nitpick about that show. Nothing. Thorpe, up to episode six, what are you thinking? It's fucking fantastic. In terms of rating, I'm I'm going, I'm going like, at the very least, like a nine seven. That's fair. Yeah. I like mean, I it's said, it's like it's perfect. I think I've only ever given three tens out on the whole fucking mm -hmm. podcast, and one of them was Katana Guitari. Yeah. And that deserves a 10. That's such a fucking good show, dude. Yeah. I mean, God, just watch it. Like, really, if if, if anything, man, that's the show you want to watch. Honestly, just this fucking whole list. watch it. I was having a fire outside. Ooh, I love the so, smell of fire. I can smell it in my apartment. Well, that is that's all the, uh, the, the anime season. All the animes that we all watched. There were some that Luke didn't watch, or Luke watched by himself that are not on the list. Yeah, like Devil is a Part-Timer. But um, these are all the ones that at least two people collectively watched. If you want any opinions on shows that I might have watched that these goobers didn't, uh, leave a comment. Mm. Like yeah, genuinely, I love I love I love discussing shows mm -hmm. and just like liking shows or disliking shows and sharing opinions. I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. So if you guys actually do want to leave a comment, <laughs> so I guess. Uh, I guess next time we discuss anime like this, we'll probably do first impressions for fall, right? Yeah. yeah we didn't we yeah. really do first impressions for the season. We forgot to. Oh shit. Yeah. We we, we by the time we realized we missed the uh like the threshold. Yeah, by well, the time we realized that it was past good first impressions, <laughs> we were only eight episodes in. All I can show. say is uh first impressions for fall. There's already a show that came out today that it's gonna be Which good. One? Probably Raven. Raven's really good. I actually. haven't I haven't watched it yet. I, That's another one I didn't finish yet. Yeah, dude, I like it's, Raven. It's gonna be good. Uzaki came out today too. Yeah. High key villainess show. Fucking awesome. Don't tell me I'm that. Then I'm gonna fucking pick it up. I don't need another villainess show. Yeah, I'm debating it's, it. it. It's high key fucking awesome, dude. God it's, damn it. It's pretty fucking fun. We'll see. Uh, I, there's a lot to unpack this season. But as we all know, there's only one show that's gonna stand out this season above all the rest. And that's reincarnated as a sword. That's number one show of the season, dude. Yeah. No other show is going to compare to it. Number one show. Yeah, nothing. I, just, I still think about how I was talking with Joe when I first started watching anime, and I heard of reincarnated as a sword. And I said, if this ever gets an anime, I'm number one on the bandwagon to watch it. And then they fucking announced it. <laughs> and I have been so excited to watch it ever since. I am so excited to watch it still. It's going to be a good one. God, it makes me so happy. Well, guys, that is the end of today's episode of the Hello Harm podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Let us know what you guys thought about the animes of summer 2022. If you disagree or agree and just want to call us some goobers who are spewing shit, go ahead and do it. Just make sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, hit the bell so you guys know when we upload every single week. 
And I know Luke probably has a message. Uh, Sancho, marry me. Yeah, nice. Sancho. Anthony? Uh, this is a completely free podcast. We do not charge anything for the podcast. We just ask that if you do find anything interesting or entertaining, that you share the podcast with a friend, tell someone about it, listen to some more episodes. Uh, there's no monetary exchange of currency involved with this podcast. It you guys. costs nothing. <laughs> Actually, Luke, can, can, Luke, can, no, can Luke do the uh, like the outro? Like, yeah, just lead us out. Just, just lead, do, do like, it with subscribe, that. like, comment. We'll see you next week or something. All right, boys. If you guys enjoyed the podcast, remember to leave a like, comment, subscribe, ring that bell if you feel like it. Tell Sensha that, that she needs to marry me at least now or like it eventually. Uh, that's been all from us from the Hello Haram Podcast. Stay healthy, stay horny, stay happy, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.